wish I could show you like how much shit I got going on here. I literally have the five monitors and everything's fucking. I booted up the laptop this week. Like, <laughs> shit's serious when I boot up the laptop. That's crazy. Is this is this the 2020 celebration? Is that what this all comes down to? Yeah, it's the shit. Uh, I I'm gonna get it trademarked, but the Scrubbers Golden Shit Stain Award. I love it. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm here for it's it. It's just gonna be a pair of whitey tighties in gold and a big old dookie stain down the middle. I'm here for it, man. Nice. Uh, what's going on, chat? All right, Chris, you've come up with this cockamamie bullshit for this week. So what's what are we gonna do? That's right. So I, I just felt that it was fitting that since we're at the end of the year, that uh, we we kind of like hit the milestones. This is the first full year. Of Scrubverse, we did a full like <laughs> January first, <laughs> and it happened to be twenty twenty exactly. So before we go any further, doesn't twenty twenty when when we hit twenty twenty, I was like, okay, this is gonna be a good year. It's a good twenty twenty sounds good. Like I don't know, just growing up because there was that show and all that. This is literally the worst year of my life. Like, <laughs> this is so rough for so many people. Man. You're expecting I had a like breakdown. So <laughs> you were expecting like one of the best years of our lives, and we were handed C Lab 2020. That's what this shit was. I want to. I want. I wish I could like go back and have these on deck. If we were in like a production studio, I would. Mm -hmm. But I remember the podcast before lockdown happened, <laughs> and we were like. Just wash your hands. It'll be all right. COVID's not that big of a deal. Man, were we fucking wrong. I went back as I'm looking through these articles. And it podcast title was like, just wash your ass and you'll fend off Corona. And I'm just like, oh, no, it's not just yeah. that. We were so wrong. I, think, I, I genuinely think a lot of people thought about it that way when it was like first uh, brought up to our attention. And we were just like, oh, it'll blow away. It'll blow over. Like you said, just wash your hands. Just do your due diligence. It'll be fine. And then, yeah, no, this year this year has been, it's been a toll for a lot of people in so many different ways, man. And we're hoping, we're hoping 2021 rough. is good, right? But we'll see. Yeah, fingers we'll see. crossed. Yeah. Fingers crossed. We got a lot of shit planned. That's for sure. Nothing we could talk about right now, but we got a lot of shit planned. Mm -hmm. Indeed. Anyway, what I, what I wanted to hit, guys, I want to talk about, like, what was your top games of the year? What was what was the best, most memorable, I should say, uh, news events? Um, favorite moment of the year? And most importantly, who gets the golden shit stain of the year? So, Did we talk about Randy Pitchford this year? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we <laughs> Not did. Not as much as last year. Not but... <laughs> as much as last year, but we did talk about uh, Randy Pitchford. We indeed did talk about that. <laughs> So uh, uh, let's let's start with the fresh blood, uh, Eddie. Yeah, okay. Eddie, hit me with your games of the year. All could right. just be in a group, could be tiered, whatever you want. Uh, to be completely honest with you, I think it's interesting that uh, uh, you're starting off with me because we had this conversation when we were doing the video game awards and what games should get uh, game of the year. And I I can honestly say out of all the things about all, all the games I played this year, which is, you know. Uh, the top four that I remember are, uh, which is uh, the Legend of Zelda one, Link's Awakening, um, mm -hmm. Last of Us Two, Ghost of Tsushima, and Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, 
Legend of Zelda for sure is a classic. I really enjoyed. Okay, Alexa, thank you very much for interrupting our, our broadcast. We got a fourth pot. We got a fourth yeah. member this week. So. We got a fourth sus. Let me unplug you all of a sudden. You want to talk and my phone will do that shit when I'm like, I'll say Google or something. It's like, huh? Yeah, right. Yeah. So, dude, she attacks me all the time. Like, she attacks me all the time. But anyhow, uh, yeah, uh, Link's Awakening was a memorable one. I remember I played it, and it was just like I, I couldn't put it down. And it's just typical with Legend of Zelda games. I always feel like once I'm immersed into it, um, it's it's a very memorable one for me. So Link's Awakening is there. Ghost of Tsushima, as much as I really, really wanted to enjoy it, there are a lot of positives to it, but I just felt like it dragged on way too much for me. And a lot of the side missions were very similar. So while I think it's still a good game, I don't think it was the greatest of games. Last of Us 2, I've always had an issue with the series of Last of Us overall. I think it is an overhyped game or overhyped series in general. I think the first one did a lot of things great. I think the second one took a step back and just ruined any, ruined a lot of that momentum it had. But Final Fantasy VII Remake really took the cake. I watched you play most yeah, of Yeah, Final Fantasy VII Remake really took the cake for me. Like, just... It blew me completely away. And every expectation that I had about that game was not only matched, but like taken to the next level. So to me, to me, honestly, um, that was the game of the year for me. Like, honestly, I, I, I'm looking forward to the next part in the series. I'm looking forward to replaying it. I want to play the original one now. Um, there were so many memorable moments. So many things came out of that. They're not incorporated into my stream because of that game. So, yeah, for me, that, that would be the one. Tifa's waifu. Tifa's waifu. <laughs> yeah, were you there? Were you there, Tornado Jones, when um, I had the two two people were trying to catfish me as as uh, Tifa Fuerte? Yeah, <laughs> I was there. What the hell? I showed up right yeah, after I happened. was like, are you kidding me? But, yeah, no, it was just interesting. It's just some very, very good, memorable moments. And, I, yeah, Final Fantasy VII Remake for sure took the cake for me. Like, dude, I, I, I really enjoyed the game, the music. The, the design, the visual of it. I can't wait to play it again, honestly. That ending's pretty good. Dude, that ending is like, mind-blowing. I kind of ruined it for myself because I haven't played it yet, but I'll still mm -hmm. play it. But I was just like, what? When yeah. I saw that ending. <laughs> yeah, that's. I tried telling you, man. I yeah. tried telling you. Everything, everything's all on the table. Yeah. All of it. All of it's on the table. Yeah. 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 100%. Corey, what about you? Well... Here's the thing. I don't play the AAA games, so... <laughs> you still play I, I played, games I played from one. this year. Okay, so my top picks for this year, uh, I'll start most recent and go back. Uh, Hades. Hades uh, by, I believe, Supergiant Games. Fucking phenomenal game. It's still one... I mean, it got best indie game of the year. got best action game of the year. The other game I'm going to put up there is going to be uh, Panzer Paladin. Of course. That is by Tribute Games. Uh, the physical version just got... The pre-orders just went live. So I'm about to drop $125 on that shit. But that game's so fucking good. If you guys haven't played it, go check it out. Steam sale's still going on right now. It's probably on sale right now. Obviously, Doom Eternal. That was my big AAA game that I played this year. And uh, shit, I'm trying to think of like other... A game I'm currently playing that I'm absolutely loving is that uh, the Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Nice. Like, that one's so fucking good. I'm really liking that. And uh, I'll just say, like, the Pokemon Nuzlocke was amazing for my channel. I don't care if anybody was watching that, but, like, that was such a fucking accomplishment for me in, like, internally. Like, I was like, all right, this Nuzlocke can... It's my first Nuzlocke I've ever officially done. 
all my other ones I've died halfway through the game or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, but no, yeah, those were those were my big picks of the year. I uh, I'm, I'm gonna take what I prepared for um for the Mega Visions podcast earlier today. I did a whole top ten. <laughs> this is a rehash. Oh wow, this, this is a rehash. I I have a whole fucking top ten. Number ten, Grand oh, Blue God. Fantasy Versus. All right. Of yeah. of the the few fighting games that we got this year, Grand Blue just edges its way ahead of like the likes of Mortal Kombat 11 or otherwise known as the game that shall not be named. <laughs> it's it's just a solid beginner level fighting game. So decent depth. Yeah, it looks good. And it, it it's gorgeous. It's absolutely fucking gorgeous. The DLC is great. Belial you just still your bay. No, Belial, <laughs> even though he got nerfed. Even though he got nerfed, he's still he's still oh, bay. Okay. I didn't know he got nerfed. Yeah, he got nerfed pretty hard. Number nine, 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim. Um, this oh, is yeah. the vanillaware game. They moved away from the character-centric action games that they or action RPGs that they did with Dragon's Crown, Mirror Mouse of the Demon Blade. I mean, if you want to talk historically, Princess Crown. And they went for a tactical RPG with a very in-depth story. Like, very, very mm-hmm. in-depth story. So, 13 Sentinels, solid. It's like super It's like super anime Pacific Rim. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. There, There's, like, it's it's no shit like uh, Kaijus and shit. Really? It's, it's Kaijus versus Gundam. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Uh, number yeah, eight, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. That is probably the best Musa game, the best Dynasty Warriors game. That Did I've ever played. I've not beaten it yet. I'm still playing okay. it. Okay. But so I'm curious on your predictions for that ending. We, I, 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 I'm, I'm almost positive that I'm right. I haven't, I haven't spoiled the game for me. Right. We, I remember we talked about no. this. Yeah. And I, I still haven't. You know what? And that's probably what I'm gonna do. Um, while while, I, while on this break is probably I'm just gonna go ahead and uh, play this uh, calamity. Um, what is it called? Age of calamity. Age of calamity. Yeah, because I haven't. It's still in its shrink wrap. <laughs> oh, although Calamity War sounds really yeah, good. Calamity War. Like <laughs> uh, number seven, Resident Evil Three. I love oh, the yeah, remake that came out for Resident Evil Three. I know that I'm in the minority. I'm in the minority in saying that I enjoyed it more than I enjoyed the fucking the second, second one. one. Even though the you second legit one got scared at points. What's that? You legit got like I don't know if they were jump scares, but you were like fuck. Like at parts when you were playing that game, yeah. Of like Nemesis, like with because you wore it, did it with like headphones and shit too. Yeah, right? yeah. No, that yeah. that shit was fucking frightening. But I agree with you on uh, that. I agree with you on that because honestly, I played the second one too, and I thought it was good. But I also felt it was too much puzzle, not enough action, and I felt like third was a, the third one was a really really great balance. So I'm in that minority with you, man. I've had this conversation with other Resident Evil aficionados mm-hmm. too, and they're just like, Nah, man, we don't talk about the remake, the three make, and I'm like. I enjoyed it. Like I really the fuck enjoyed out of here. it. Yeah. You want to know why I really enjoyed Resident Evil Three? Because they made it feel like the conflict between Nemesis and Jill was fucking personal. Mm-hmm. By the time you got to the very end and shit hit the fan, and you're fighting the the super demon like final form shit, and she's just like, "Let's fucking go. I don't give a shit anymore. I've got this big ass fucking cannon. I'm gonna blow your brains out." Yeah. I, I thought you just liked it more because you ended up getting it for like what two dollars or something like. No, that. No, <laughs> that was one of the games I got for free through uh, Fnatic. That's what it was. That's yeah, was. and you made all like that. You getting that package like started a chain reaction between like six of us. And we're just like, let's gamble. <laughs> let's see if we can get anything. And I ended up with like six copies of this shit game. 
And I'm like, I, who wants this? I can't even give these codes away. Like, yeah, that, uh, that, would, that nah. definitely helps out, right? Yeah, but no, fucking Resident <laughs> Evil Three. I I love Resident. I I unironically love Resident Evil Three. I, I think I think what I what I found the biggest issue with people complaining about that game. It wasn't even that they were complaining about the style of the game or how it was like how it played. They were the most thing I heard is like, well, let's talk about Nemesis. Like his costume is like just a giant trash bag, and I'm like, what do you expect? What about so Nemesis? It's always yeah, I'm like, what do you? I'm like, I don't understand. Like it's. It's not bad. It looks good. Like, I think he looked... Like, why did they put a mask on him? Like, why is this, this, and that? And I'm just like, why do you have to kill him with a giant gun at the... And I'm like, why did he become a dog? And I'm like, I really enjoyed every single thing you just said about that. It wasn't about Nemesis. It was about the idea yeah. that Jill, who is like this this broken fucking stars member PTSD. trying to run away try, exactly trying to get away and just constantly every single avenue that she takes to escape just fucking fails every goddamn yeah, time yep. and, and that's she, what chat says too was the length that was one of the big controversies the length. the length of resident the length of re3 remake compared to re2 re, or no, no no the length of re3 remake compared to the original re3 yeah. and the re2 remake well, like just in general, it was a lot shorter. So I didn't play the original Resident Evil right. Three. This is my first experience with Resident Evil Three, and I've also said like I don't want to go back to the original games. I think that the formula, the control scheme that they have for the remakes is what works for me. I can't do yeah, those controls. games exist. They can be. They can exist. Remakes in a world where we have the original of RE2, RE3, Final Fantasy VII. Mm -hmm. They can exist in a world with remakes that took different chances. Yeah. Oh no, man. Some people don't understand that. Three make is the shit. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. But number six, Undernight in Birth EXE Late Clear, the newest update to Uni the the Unis series. I know I'm in the minority when I talk about that game. That is by far the best fighting game that has come out this year. Our boys French Be French Bread, who did Melty Blood, uh, and a few other games that I can't really like nail down the name because it's it's too much weeb. That's what it is. It's too much. It's too much weeb for you, for me, for me to uh, to try to pronounce that shit. Uh, number five, this one's a little bit cheating, but I loved falling back in love with Fantasy Star Online 2 for the North American release. I can't wait for Next Generation. I'm super stoked for what they come out with next year, with Next Generation. Oh, the legit character the action legit game? legit <laughs> character action open world RPG. Number four, Ghost of Tsushima. Eddie, all of the critiques and praise that you gave it, I echo that. My biggest issue, that game is gorgeous. The storyline is fantastic. My biggest issue is that I spent almost 20 hours in the first island and nearly maxed out my character and then realized I have two other islands to go through. <laughs> yep. Two whole other islands to go through, and I'm already, I think, like, on my eighth or ninth, like, level up title. Yeah. Because every single title that you get... You start off with like your first title, like the Wandering Samurai or the Broken Samurai, and you have to level up three times, and then the next one is four, the next one's five, the next one's six. There's only ten of them, yeah. And I'm at nine, and I'm not off the first island. It's a dense, dense game, yeah. Too much to an extent. Like 
I that I've never ha- had the complaint of oh my god, my sixty dollar triple A title has too much shit going on. Yeah, but it's literally to its detriment. One hundred percent. And 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 my mm-hmm. my thing my issue with it too, I think at the end of it was that once everything was like said and done, I was like, all right, I've maxed out, I've cleared the game, like blah 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 blah. And then they're just like, well, congratulations, there's no new game plus yet. Like at that wow. point, I'm just like, well, now I'm not gonna care anymore of going back, like. But it's just, I would like to go back and just play the story and not have to worry about the the side quests and all that stuff and upgrading. Like, just, hey, I already got all this stuff. Yeah. Let me play this story in black and white, Kurosawa mode. Like, let's go, you know, like. Mm-hmm. It's the best mode. Yeah. <laughs> I heard the multiplayer, that DLC multiplayer. Really yeah, and too. that was the other thing I was going to get into. The, the multiplayer. We haven't played that for... yet. Ghost of Tsushima is really, really good. Blue Okami plays that from time to time, and it looks dope. It looks super sick. So, number three... stream, possibly. Exactly. Number three, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. That's that's just for me. 120 oh, hours this? of your time 120 hours, and I'm still not done. That was... Yeah, I forgot about that game. I didn't pick that one up, but I remember people were talking about it. And now that you mentioned that game, I thought of another game right now, too. Pre-pandemic, that kind of... Uh, took over my life but we'll get into that later <laughs> mm-hmm. no nah, xenoblade chronicles I, I i i'm at a point where it's just like i'm so close to finishing it i don't want it to end and i'm still looking for like ways to just like 100 clear that game so it's i think I, that's called stockholm syndrome it is a little bit like <laughs> stockholm syndrome. I, I am being held hostage uh, num- no, it's all right. He, he, he did it because he loves me. <laughs> uh, number two, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Everything that you said earlier, Eddie, I'm I'm in agreement with you. That game is absolutely fantastic. Fuck the haters. And I can't wait for the next one. Hopefully, hopefully they don't fucking uh, Nomura. Nomura, I hope he doesn't turn it into like a fucking Kingdom Hearts. That's like my, my biggest thing. Don't, don't go full-blown Kingdom Hearts on that shit. Yeah. Where we have like... Eight you never or go nine. full blown Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, never, never. I don't I don't need a, a reason to keep on listening to Smash Villain talking about his fucking Tetsuo Nomura love affair fan fiction bullshit again. This is not a bash day. podcast. <laughs> no, it's not fine. I fight I hope he hears that. I hope he hears that. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't listen to podcasts. <laughs> number one. Number one, Yakuza like a dragon. That game. Oh yeah, there it is. That game. Oh my god. Oh my, Eddie! That you would love every that. Scratch, I have it. Or that scratch, did every, every did I tell you, you I picked it up? No. Oh, bro, dude, check this out. It happened. When did it happen? It happened like a, a week or two before uh, Christmas. Amazon had it on special for like thirty-five yep. bucks, right? And it was just like, oh, wow. the the day itchy edition or whatever. So I went to Best Buy. I went to Best Buy, and I'm like, I'm gonna pick it up here. I'm not gonna order it. I don't want to deal with that hassle. And they only had the Day Ichi Steelbook oh, edition. Fucker. Yeah, and, and so I was like, hey, I'm trying to price match this, but I'm not sure if it's the same copy. She's like, what's the SKU number? I'm like, it's this, this, and this. She's like, what about the uh, like product number? I'm like, it's this, this, and this. She's like, 35 bucks, it's yours. Boom. Wow. So I got it. That's dope. Yeah. That's... Those are hard to find. The the day Ichi versions are really yeah. Hard to so find. I I have the entire Yakuza. The only one I'm missing is Judgment. You know what I mean? But it is mm-hmm. what it is. Give me one second. Oh, guys. Judgment's gonna be super easy for you to find. Oh, super easy. Yeah, I, I've seen it on Amazon for quite some time uh, at a cheap price too. So I, it's just a matter of just picking it up. Let me fix my my fire alarm. I hear it going off. Okay. 
Sounds good. No, Like a Dragon is absolutely phenomenal. It, as I said, it scratches every single itch that I have. The combat is amazing. The characters are fantastic. I love and hate Kasuga at the same time. He is the <laughs> biggest, the biggest idiot fucking ever. Like, but that boy is not smart. But he's that boy like, ain't right. <laughs> he is bad Yakuza Jesus. He is crime Jesus. He comes in like. Like, on one hand, he's just like, no, we have to sit here and do the right thing. And on the other hand, he's threatening fucking patriarchs of fucking clans. <laughs> and I'm just like, yo, you, <laughs> you stupid, but you don't give a shit. I, I, baby, what is you doing? Like, <laughs> but I know, but like, from having two versions of Virtual Fighter to the kart racing to the fucking the side stories oh my god the the well it's totally being different than any other yakuza game yeah because i'm also right now i'm playing like a dragon at the same time that i play yakuza zero and they in my opinion both games are on very similar footing because i enjoy the story of yakuza the story of yakuza zero in some cases can be very similar to like a dragon the the premise is is that there is a huge betrayal going down with our two main characters and how they go about dealing with it is drastically different but the it is so so fucking good both games both games absolutely fucking phenomenal yeah i gotta get yeah, back into he that comes, series kasuga comes in 30 fl different flavors of stupid and i fucking love it <laughs> so that's that's my that's my top 10 for the year i didn't play the last of us part two I completely forgot about Link's Awakening, although now that I think about it, I still don't think I would put that in my top 10. That's definitely an honorable mention. Yeah. I also didn't play Doom Eternal, but, I mean, I'll eventually get to it. Um, I got. I haven't played the DLC yet. I've been hearing that it's people are like, it's so fucking hard, and I'm like, let me get my hands on this shit. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't know. Haru, Haru is... Uh, Haru beat it. Haru, Haru likes to bash his head against Haru quit too. his stream, though, because he was getting so mad. <laughs> Damn. See, that's when you keep the stream yeah. rolling, baby. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, so, no, I'm going to play. I got to pick that. Yeah, Doom Eternal. I mean, I, I didn't go in as much detail as you guys did, but uh, Doom Eternal was like, Ugh, it's so good. It's been a minute. I might need. I the only thing I still don't want to say any spoilers, but that ending kind of robbed me. I don't know how the DLC ends. Maybe I get the redemption, so I don't know yet. But uh, that and for any. So I was going through because I was getting my schedule ready for next week for my stream, and I'm dedicating. I decided I'm dedicating one night to indie games. Hell like yeah, that's going to be specifically and nice. indie games. Because after playing Tanuki Justice last week, uh, which I'll get into with my week. That was, I was like, dude, let's just do this like every week. So I was going through my list of games on Steam. And I'm just like, I haven't fucked. I have so many games that did not come out this year that I have not played. <laughs> like, <laughs> but we have so many, like, I have a backlog of indie games and there's a lot of good indie games coming out. I'm super excited for that Ninja Gaiden-esque game from Yacht Club that oh, uh, is coming what, out. That is, game uh, looks Cyber really Ninja or what is it? Um, yeah, 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 something like the Cyber Shadow yeah. or something like that. So I'm really excited for that. I didn't but, know that Yacht Club was uh, making another game outside of Super uh, Shovel Knight. Yeah, they're uh, they announced it I think like a year ago, but it's coming out soon. I think before it, if it's not out already, it's coming out soon, and it looks really really good. And then I mean I've I've never beat the Messenger. We got Dead Cell. Dead Cells is just a really fun game. Just the Messenger. Like, it's like Hades. Yeah. 
Hell yeah. So, but we we got a shit ton of stuff to go through. Yeah, so. Cyber Shadow is scheduled to be released on January 26, 2021. So it'll be one of the first ones. Oh, so it's Yeah, it's I will be playing that the day it comes yeah. out. I'll Less be streaming a month. It. All right. Moving on to the next top of list. Eddie, you can provide input in just like pretty much anywhere, but I'm mainly going after things that we've covered. Uh Corey, what are I'm gonna need you to help me. <laughs> what are I'm not gonna say top three. You could just put one out there. But what was the favorite piece of news that you have that we went over? What was the uh the Monster Hunter movie thing made The one just recently? Laughing. Yeah, the one where like it just put the nail in the coffin in China for itself. <laughs> like I was reading that article and fucking crying the entire time. Cause I didn't read the article beforehand. I was like, I'm going to save this. And I just started crying halfway through. It was so good. That shit is so fucking cringe. Like, I, I hope his fucking career is over. I don't I don't even remember. Uh, what's the Paul director? Paul W.S. Anderson. Thank you. No, uh, Paul, I hope his uh, fucking. Paul W.S. Anderson just seems to, no matter what movie he makes, he's always. Come... Sony and Capcom always seem to get him back no matter what. I mean, look at the Resident Evil movies. Uh, they fucking make money. Yeah. They're terrible, but they make money. <laughs> I get it. His passion is there. Like, he likes Resident Evil. He likes Monster Hunter. But, whew, like, fuck off, Paul W.S. Anderson. <laughs> I, I don't know if he's going to make another comeback after this. Um, That's the thing. Those Resident Evil movies made tons of money over in, overseas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, like, they fucked themselves with this one. Yeah. So, it's... in the first oh, ten... Oh, never mind. This is not the podcast. If you want to hear my thoughts about it, go listen. I don't know what episode it was. I don't know. It's it's it. real easy. Just go through Podbean and just look for that Monster Hunter We give bullshit. descriptions of everything. Yep. That's what I should have did before this podcast, because... Uh, I mean, this uh, what this else? was one of the the bombs, right, of the... Uh... Of his career for sure, because the budget was sixty million in the box office, he only made thirteen million. And then there was some controversy over in the overseas in China, right? Mm -hmm. Oh man. Also, pandemic. I'm gonna like we'll have to give him that too because mm -hmm. that yeah. is a factor yeah. for for any movies that came out this year. They should have just uh, put it on Netflix. You would have gotten your money. It looks like a direct in Netflix movie. Yep. yep. You would have got your money you that way. Yeah, money. you would have. Yeah. You would have one hundred percent got your money. Another one that we talked about, I really thought the Mick Gordon music stuff was very interesting. Not so much like funny, yes. but I thought that yes. was very interesting how things happened and basically how there were faults on both sides. And uh, But it does kind of ensure that Mick Gordon won't be working on any few. I don't think he worked on the DLC stuff either. He I did not. Somebody else. He did not. But, yeah. uh, but talking, it sounded good. Yeah, talking to Haru, he was just like, yo, the new guy, the new guy's got riffs. The new guy's definitely got That's some good. fucking riffs. I've I've got three. Uh, one, my absolute favorite, not necessarily because of the content that it was, but the absolute backlash that we got from these fucking troglodytes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The fucking Atari VCS. Oh, that, that's our best YouTube video ever. <laughs> so the Atari VCS, um, fucking, we released a podcast just talking about what this thing was. The too long didn't read is that Atari is trying to make a comeback with some sort of... Um, we never had a follow-up. No, we didn't have a follow-up because I don't think that it's actually been released yet. But the Atari VCS is supposed to be a Linux-based platform that comes stock with either 50 or 100 different old-school Atari games, and there's supposed to be some updated ones like Tempest 4000 or some shit like that. Mm, the yeah. story behind the Atari VCS 
is so muddled with bullshit. Just absolute <laughs> fucking bullshit. People not getting paid. People being on contract for something that they did not agree to. Like, we did not agree that we were doing anything for the Atari VCS. One of the developers, and I think that was the, the Tempest 4000 guys, just changing hands one after another after another after another. And, like, the biggest thing is just, like, people or a select few people are crowding around this this Atari VCS because it is a miniature computer where it's just like okay yeah sure you're so is my phone <laughs> i could play these games on my phone it's just like it plays fucking fortnite and it's like so does my android what do you yeah, want from i don't me? care no i bought an atari vcs shit. to not play fortnite <laughs> no one gives a shit so number one atari vcs there was like the the snail gods coming out of nowhere just commenting just this we're not even kidding that no. was the name of the fucking youtube no, account there, were, they, there was like three or four snail based like youtube troll accounts. accounts troll accounts coming in and i don't think they were from the united states because they had some broken broken ass english but they were very <laughs> very angry and that's all i picked up from that so definitely wow. it was great. go to it youtube so go good. check out the atari vcs is a scam episode and just go through the comments and just see how Did we relist that. I think we relisted re re relisted that. So it's up there. Okay. Uh, number two, okay. just out of like sheer what the fuck, uh, Microsoft buying out Zenimax Studios or Zenimax. Media. Yeah, that was a huge blow. That seems to not have mattered in the terms of like how many Series X's are being sold right now. Like, eh, it is what it is. But the fact that yeah. they have it in their back pocket, yo, that's. That just solidified fucking that and the smash.gg stuff. Yeah, exactly. I just just the idea of like one of the largest developers and publishers, by the way, being bought out by Microsoft, like that's huge. Uh and then finally, number three, the the ballard of Billy Mitchell and his eventual fall. Oh yeah. yeah. We covered that motherfucker multiple times. For like times. four weeks for like four weeks. <laughs> For like, there's yeah. still there's still stuff going around with Billy. Yeah, oh, there's dude. still shit going so on. So the him. latest thing to have come out about Billy Mitchell is that he was on the phone with either a lawyer or a close friend talking about the legal thing, where he just pretty much says, "Yes, I cheated, but they can't prove anything." And then the video, the, the voicemail gets leaked, and that he hasn't done another event since then. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck your what? What do he have? Barbecue sauce? No, he didn't have barbecue. No, he sauce. has. He, he has a restaurant. Yeah. No. Yeah. He, he yeah. has a restaurant and all that stuff. And and it's interesting too because I was I was wondering what happened to him because he was actually coming out in the uh, in the wrestling world. He was popping out where what? one of the yeah one of the, in AEW in AEW where there's a uh, wrestler named Kip Sabian who's going to be getting married to Penelope Ford and his best okay. man uh formerly known as Rusev now Miro on AEW is like I'm going to throw the biggest bachelor party for him and like they're both like Twitch guys they're both like streamers they're both gamers okay. and whatnot so there's like a there's like a, a whole segment of like Miro talking to Billy Mitchell and like he's like I just want to throw the best party and like I came to the right guy and he's like I want a rumspringer and I'm like what the hell's Billy Mitchell you're doing? You're not trying here? to cheat. If you're trying to cheat something, you came to the right guy. Not throwing <laughs> yeah. a party. So it's so funny because then, like, they they did that whole segment, and then it's just like, shoop, gone. 
They, yeah. ne- they never brought him back again. Like, he was never mentioned again. The bachelor party never happened. I'm like... But I, I never thought, like, what happened to Billy Mitchell? Why, where did this go? I was just like, eh, I guess oh, no, dude. that's as far I as mean, it went. Is it surprising that we Billy Mitchell would slap his name on anything to make a buck? Yeah. I mean, after everything had finally come out, when the new owner of um, Galaxy, Twin Galaxies pretty much went on a fucking, like, crusade against Billy Mitchell and the former owner of Twin Galaxies, where he was just like, I can prove that the the award that he got from the president of Namco, where he was the, the gamer of the century, is fucking fake. Because the former owner of Twin Galaxies wrote up that award, handed it to the president, and was like, hey, we want you to pose with Billy Mitchell and hand this to him as an, uh, a gesture of appreciation. And once they got their pictures, they spun it any which way that they fucking wanted to. There's like a huge investigation going into like everything that Billy Mitchell was involved with. But no, nah, just just go back, try to find the stuff that we talked about with Billy Mitchell. That shit is that was wild. probably spring, spring and summer. Spring, I think summer and fall. We had one for we each hit of, every season. We hit every <laughs> single season with this one rounding out winter. So, yeah, go back, go check out the episodes where we talk about Billy Mitchell. That shit is wild. Um, Chat brings up a good one too, where I I went nuts because we weren't on the Traders of America list. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> so Eddie, if you don't know, during the whole, I think it was during the Black Lives Matter stuff, there was this I think video game website reviewer that like, oh that reviewer. one angry anyway, video gamer, that one angry gamer. Yeah, 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 yeah. He created a list of Traders of America, and he went through like YouTubers and Twitter users and influencers, and he said like why they are traders, and like Maximilian dude got on there, and a bunch of other bigger dude people got on there. I was so mad that we weren't on there. I tweeted at the person. <laughs> it was like, put me on your fucking list, you coward. He never yeah. did. Because I think the list got taken down. That shit was dumb. But goddamn. Yeah. That shit was Oh, stupid. man. That one was so good. I was so mad. And it was so good. <laughs> All right. If nobody else has anything for, for articles, I mean, Eddie, this is your chance. If there was ever a news piece from anywhere that was just like, yo, that's the mo- moment that defines 2020. Honestly, man, like, I, I think most of them are downers as opposed to uh, uh, high moments or anything like that. Because, I mean, I can talk about... You know, the beginning of uh, uh, 2020 in February when we heard that Kobe Bryant had passed away and I thought it was a joke. You know what I oh, mean? Yeah. I, I, I remember crazy. that. Yeah. I, yeah, I feel like that was kind and of the set. Yeah, and, and that and his daughter. And among everybody else, and I feel like that was just kind of like the setup of what we're getting into. Because we forget that the beginning of 2020, what, we had the fires in Australia yeah. too, right? Yep. Yeah, we had the fires. We had in fires Australia. in California at one point. <laughs> we had fires in California. We had the Kobe. We had Kobe's death, and then COVID. I so to me, I think that was like the one moment that just kind of like twenty twenty is going to be a bitch. <laughs> like, yep. yeah, I, because that just that was a domino effect, and then yeah. like the the whole the riots, and then the I mean, luckily good things with the election happened, but still, even with that shit still going crazy, we've yeah. had tons of celebrity deaths and like. All the coke, oh man, Jesus, yeah, you brought us down, Eddie. <laughs> I know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I can't, it's I, fine. I can't, that needs to I happen mean, I, sometimes I, I can't think of anything else that was just honestly. I mean, the only thing that I could say, uh, was um, Sephiroth being bees. announced for, <laughs> yeah, Sephiroth being announced for, uh, for Smash was that sums it up. For, yeah, that's pretty much like, what it is. I was just like, yeah, I, I, I think gonna that bring was him despair, <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> 
All right. Oh, that was great. I love this. We've never done this because we've never done a podcast for a year. But I love like going back and like talking about our stuff. That's cool. Our stupid shit. Favorite moment of 2020. I'm going to go first. I'm going to go with like the only positive thing that happened. And it's obviously pre-COVID. Going to fucking MAGFest. Like our second MAGFest ever. Partying it up. I was drunk with a lot. Mega Visions. <laughs> Like, you were fucking gone. You were absolutely okay. fucking wasted. So, to tell the story of this, because it's been almost a year, I'm like, what was it, the second day? Because we were driving back and forth from your house. Yeah. It's about an hour drive, but we wanted to save some money. And we get there the second day, and we get there super fucking early. Scotty's finally there. You know, AJ and uh, everybody's there. Everybody is there. And I'm like, yo, I need to fill up this water bottle. And I get down there, and we're in the arcade and all that stuff. And Scotty goes, what are you drinking? He goes, it looks like tea. I was like, it ain't tea. I was like, this is rum. <laughs> and he goes, let me get a taste of it. I was like, all right, here you go. He go, he takes a big swig of it. He goes, you didn't tell me it was just rum. <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah, man. I was just, Eddie, I was sipping on that from 9 a.m. until 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. Like, I filled nice. up, what, three Walmart water bottles, like normal 16-ounce, whatever they are. Yeah, dude. And was just sipping them. And Scotty was like, hey, you going to this Proto Men concert? I was like, fuck that. I'm tired. And I'm sleepy. (laughs) (laughs) It was so good. No, that MAGFest MAGFest 2020 was dope. That was my first place of of discovering them's fighting herds. That was the first game that I sat down and played in the indie Mm -hmm. room. I'm just like... Is that a fucking My Little Pony fighter? You know what? Fuck this. I'm playing this Does shit. Does this have systems? <laughs> and I sat down and I started playing and I'm just like, oh my god. This is Blaze Blue. This is fucking Blaze <laughs> Furry Blaze Blue. Let's go, boys. Yo, this this guy, this this pony's a grappler. Like <laughs> it, it was it was so fucking dope. And like the game is still fucking like good as fuck. Yeah. It's super fucking good. Um, what was it called? Yeah. Them's fighting Them's hers. Fighting hers. It, it, it is, was gonna be at Evo. It was good. Yeah, it was gonna be at Evo, dude. Oh, they wow. announced it for Evo, yeah. and then Evo got camp. I think it was part of the rollback ones, though, right? Yep. So they had four rollback games that they were planning on showing off. Like they frontlined uh, or they headlined Mortal Kombat 11. But the fact that Dem's fighting herds was on there, we were like, bro, this is it. This is it. And then that's gonna go yeah. into something that I'm gonna talk about later on. But yo, Dude, the list was them fighting certain KI. Yeah, like they were bringing back KI. Like, Why KI's back at Evo? <laughs> wow, it was it was yeah, going it was to awesome. be absolutely insane, absolutely fucking yep. insane. But as far as Mac, we we're going to try and go. Yeah, that was we were going to go to Vegas for that one, but unfortunately, shit hit the fan and COVID happened, and then a lot of other things well, happened. Now we have someone, we have someone there that we can crash. Yeah, I'm at. crashing at your place. <laughs> We're crashing Damn right. for Evo. Oh, it's gonna happen for sure. Um yep. then that goes into like the killer the killer queen tournament that you guys did. That was fucking sick. Uh I the drunk wind jammers the, I tried yep, to do. <laughs> you tried to do drunk wind jammers. I brought Kiki. F Zero AX cab. Yo, that cab is fucking sick. The F Zero AX cab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The But I mean, like, it was it was very special for a lot of different reasons. I still like really enjoyed MAGFest 2020. Uh, or MAGFest 2019, but MAGFest 2020 was just like, I had a good time the entire fucking time. I didn't feel like that I was yeah. being held back by anybody or had any baggage going on. I didn't feel like I had to keep on checking up on people. Like, it was great. You had oh, your yeah. new camera. You were going crazy with your new camera. It was like it was a dope experience. And, like, that was, that was the weekend where I hooked 
Kiki on fighting games. I was just like, yo, yeah. come sit down. We're going to play rival schools. And then after that, she was just like, I need more. I need more of she's this. She's falling off of it a little bit, though. No, no, she's she's got her own shit that she's doing. She? She's okay. got her own shit. I mean, like, uh, she is going to be, like, a horror game player to the game she to the day she fucking dies. Yeah. Dude, tw- MAGFest 2021 was going to be insane, though. Yeah. Like, it was going to be so good. But that just means MAGFest 2022 is going to be off the fucking chain. MAGFest 2022. So, you got to come out to DC, man. You got to make it to fucking We'll get oh, you no, out sure. here, Eddie. <laughs> no, no. I, I plan to, man. It's honestly one of those things that I, uh, with everything that's been going on here, too. Like, I don't know if I mentioned it to you guys, but, like, I'm even planning a trip um, to, like, the UK. Because apparently I didn't realize how much of a fan base and how many, like, friends and followers yeah, I have now that are out, out in there. the UK. Yeah, and I'm just like, dude, this is this is crazy. But like, I'm definitely like, yeah, things like Magfest, I'm like super interested in. Like, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of places that I want to travel to now to meet uh, uh, some of the wonderful people that I've met here online. So yeah, I'm I'm in for Magfest for sure. And I've always wanted to be, go to DC anyway. So yep. So yep. definitely come out here. We've also got too many games. 2021 going to be up coming up. Yep. We're Megavisions is planning on sending bodies up to PAX East. And so we're probably possibly doing PAX East later on. So gotta get that vaccine first, boy. Gotta get that vaccine. That's number one, <laughs> most important thing about yep. that. Yeah. I'm getting that shit. As soon as I get it, I'm. I mean, I'm not gonna go fucking crazy with the traveling, but I'm fucking traveling. Mm-hmm. I gotta get the fuck out of this podunk backwoods shit that I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I miss civilization. Yeah. Eddie, favorite moment of yeah. uh, of the year? Go for it. Favorite moment of the year in 2020. Oof, it's tough. Um. Yeah, that was tough for sure. Favorite moment uh, overall or like personal? Uh, just overall personal. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, either or. Just um, what the one thing you're like, man, this was awesome this year in the spite of all the bullshit that happened. Despite it. Honestly, honestly, it's it's going to go back to Final Fantasy VII and it has to be that random, really, really random 11-hour <laughs> stream I yeah. did. Yeah. Uh, like that shit was probably one of the best like moments I've had you and didn't stop. I would, I couldn't stop. And it's like, every time I kept going was one of those things where I'm just like, all right, I'm going to, I'm just going to go here and then see what happens. And like, it led me down a path of just ending up with Rufus mm-hmm. and that, and that freaking helicopter. Tell fight. me that just, fight like, wasn't like, the helicopter fight. Dude. No, the crazy thing about it is, is that night, that night I had like seven raids and the last raid that I got was, uh, from Dr. Orochi who came in with like 80 people yeah. in and I'm just like, Oh fuck. Now I got to beat him. Like, yeah. I'm like, like, I don't think I'm gonna do this. I can't do it tonight guys. Like, yeah. blah, 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 this and this and Dr. that. Rochi Boom. And I'm like, it, man, I've been yeah, watching I was a like, lot of fuck him it. lately. He might be one of my new Dr. Orochi uh, is one of my favorite oh, Dr. streamers yeah. right now. He one. He's Have you ever seen it when chill. someone raids him? Yeah. 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 I was Dr. watching it last night. There was like six raids and I'm like, this is amazing. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that was one of my far. Yeah, for sure. Dr. O is, honestly, yeah, he's been a really good dude. And so when he came in with that raid, and I just, I couldn't stop, and I just kept going, and I was, like, a, such a high that I just, like, kept going all the way up to, like, where the final battle is going to begin. It, it, and, yeah, it's true. I remember people were going to sleep when I first started. They're like, hey, man, I'm going to go sleep because it's already kind of late, like, la da da And then they, <laughs> they wake up, and they're up. like, dude, you're still on? <laughs> like, you're still going? I'm like, yeah, I guess I am. <laughs> like, I, I have got no an FF7 idea. boater. Let's do it. Let's so let's go. go. So, so so I think, yeah, I think that whole that whole thing with Final Fantasy VII and then leading up to Sephiroth being announced for Smash, for Smash 
was like perfect. the perfect timing yeah. for me because I got super hyped. Any other time, if I wouldn't have played, I would have been like, "Oh, okay, cool, Sephiroth." But like, I was there watching the awards, and then as soon as like the the music kicked in, I was like, "I messaged Holy you in your Discord." I said, "Eddie, are you <laughs> watching the Game Awards?" I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, oh yeah, I'm watching." Remake. <laughs> yeah, like it's like exactly. It was like perfect. So I was like, "Yeah, that was probably like the best moment." Like the whole. That 11 hours, the Final Fantasy VII remake experience on stream, leading up to the Smash announcement of Sephiroth, was because now you know there's going to be an amiibo, mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm 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 looking forward. That that to me was for sure like my highlight that I can remember of 2020. Hell yeah, Corey. I got a couple. I got to remember. Refresh my memory. Did Banjo come out this year? I don't think so. I think that was last year. Was it late last year? I think it was late. I think last Eddie's going to fact was check it? me. So. I was going to say, Magfish, I, I I hate to say it, but Magfish is always weird because I'm always like, oh, that wasn't this year because it starts so early right. in the year that I think it's last year. Magfest is really September. Cool. It came out when? September of last year. September of last September year. September 2019. Okay. Uh, but, well, that was one thing I was super hyped for. But Magfest 2020 was amazing. But I'm going to say we fucking pulled off the 24-hour marathon this year. That was on dope. Mega Visions. The the twenty four hour dreamless dream. You see this in my marathon. beard right now? That's some some of those gray hairs <laughs> is from that fucking turn or that marathon, man. Like, because I did most of the production side. Yeah, I mean, I'm still editing videos and shit. Like, uh, unfortunately, we lost some because I didn't get the vods in time. But so we're fine. For those of you in chat that are just joining, Corey and I do uh, are part of Mega Visions magazine, and every year on in and around September 9th, uh, we do the Dreamless Dreamcast 24-hour marathon where we do 24 hours of nothing but Sega Dreamcast games. And it's a huge charity event for Extra Life. This year, I think we supported the the, Mirac- the Children's Miracle Hospital Network. We raised over yes. $1,500. It was, it was pretty fucking dope. It was, We're almost at two grand. <laughs> there you go. We're like, we're almost at two grand, two grand. We're still fucking going. It's hype. It's a hype fucking time, and this was the first year that the crew didn't get together. We all had to do it ad hoc. Obviously. Obviously. We all had to do it ad hoc, and you know what? For what it was, it went pretty fucking smoothly. It was pretty great. Sega fucking followed us. Like, that was dope. I That nice. shit was yeah. cool as shit. During Daytona, which was great. Yeah, that shit was dope. I became an announcer. I, that shit just happened. I was, like, announcing, like, shit and... Dude, because I was running, I mean, I was running production, I was running, playing games, I was running Parsec, I was making sure that contests were going on, making sure that everything got recorded, which, like I said, we lost a couple things, but I mean, Pole Caliber, even though it was a shit show on Scotty's end, he still made it amazing, and what makes it even more special is now, if you weren't there, or if you, there is a clip of Pole Caliber that you can go and check out, but now it makes it even more special, because we were there, and like, now there's no more footage of it. Like I'm you, like, you That's only saw cool. like 30 seconds a minute of everything that took place during Pole Caliber. When, but it accumulates everything yeah. that is the essence of Pole Caliber. <laughs> Pole Caliber and even the Dreamless Dreamcast Marathon. That shit was absolutely fucking. Amazing. I can't believe we fucking did it. Like, and we made more money than we did last year. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty fucking sick. So I'm it I'm was I'm proud fucking of us. Nuts. I'm super proud of us. It was fucking nuts. So even in the no, midst awesome. of the shit stain that is 2020, some good shit happened. Mm-hmm. Finally, as we talk about 
uh, shit stains. Uh, Adi, we're going to start with you. Who would you say gets the golden shit stain for the year of 2020? This can be in an individual person. It can be, you know, a group or <laughs> an a individual person. Uh, oh my god, that's uh that's a really one good one. Ready to go. <laughs> you know, the, 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 I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think if there was a game that came out that I was like, you know what? If if anything, I don't. How does how do I say this without sounding like a dick? Or harsh. Now nah, you're or good. Go like ahead. That. Do it. Just do <laughs> it. But but don't hold it, back. It, it, I I can't I can't I can't say the entire community. Yeah, you can. Of like Genshin Genshin Impact players. Oh okay. Like okay. Here's 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 my thing. And Get this on is why that, I say hold on. Here's your soapbox, sir. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah yeah. Here's here's my thing. Is that Genshin Impact was a game that I was like legitimately looking forward to. Like, I was following it for the last two years, trying to figure out, like, when is it coming out? Is it only in China? Why are people burning, like, PlayStation 3s or, or PlayStation 4s in China? Because, it, you know, it's it's uh, they're copying Breath of the Wild and all this stuff. And, like, I was following them on Twitter and, you know, just trying to keep up with all the news when Kotaku would release articles and stuff like that. So I kept telling people, have you guys heard of Genshin Impact? Have you heard of Genshin Impact? No, no one's heard of Genshin Impact. Like, blah, no one cared for Genshin Impact. And then it released, and streamers went gung-ho on it that I got burned out by it. Like, they just took every single interest I had in Genshin Impact. That's what happened with some and, people that I know with Fall Guys. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, Breath of the Waifu. Like, this and this Breath and that. Of and the like, waifu. Da, 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 you'll love the game. <laughs> and you're like, you'll, you'll love That's the game, Eddie. Game. It's like, and I'm like, I know I would love the game. I hate that nobody paid attention to me. And now everybody's trying to tell me, like, I didn't know what sliced bread was before. You know what I mean? You were like, ahead of the curve, to man. You could have been the forefront. You could have been the ninja of Genshin Impact. You know what I'm saying? And so when everybody was just like, Genshin Impact, Genshin Impact, Genshin Impact, Genshin Impact. Like, every streamer that I was watching was like playing Genshin Impact. I was like, yeah, fuck this game. Like, I've, I've, I have it downloaded, I have it installed, and I have not touched it at all. So if anybody, for me, it's those, it's that Twitch community that played Genshin Impact. <laughs> they get the shit stain award of the year. <laughs> Chris, would you like me to go next? Yeah, go next. Okay, so I want to address something from Chad. I would not say CD Projekt Red. We've already talked about that on the last podcast. There's some uh, that's like the easy go to, mm -hmm. especially because it just recently happened. But uh, we got some bigger shit stains that happened this year. So uh, obviously, I'm not gonna go with the obvious one either, which is uh, Mr. Trump. I'm not going with that either, even though he's a high contender. Low-hanging uh, fruit. Now that you brought it up, low-hanging fruit. That's what that is. Low-hanging fruit. I mean, we're a little bit classy. But uh, <coughs> I think, I think, I think, and I think Chris might agree with me on this. We're going to have to give this one to Billy Mitchell. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Wasn't my choice. I'm going to give it to, I'm going to give it to Billy Mitchell. Okay. He is the golden turd and the shit stain and the underwear of everything. And if someone, after we hear Chris's, if someone would like to Photoshop all these into some kind of award that, and like share it with us on our Twitter, mm -hmm. that would be fucking amazing. I'm there we for will it. promote you. I'm there for it. We will promote the shit out of you. I'm there for anyway, it. Anyway, Chris, what is your choice for the biggest shits, the golden shit stain Bro, of 2020? Were you like asleep during the summer? of oops all pedophiles super smash brothers oh and, yes and fucking <laughs> mr evo himself 
That entire oh, I forgot. Anti fucking oh uh, zero fucking. Uh, I can't even remember names. D one Kitaro. All of these that motherfuckers. That was the one chick too. Yeah, yeah. Nairo. Like there's all of them, and then you could just like oh bleed that shit over into fucking Mister Skullgirls himself. Uh, like oh Mike V or Mike Mike Z Mike Z. Mike Z, yeah. It's just everything going down oh, in the fighting man. game community is just Jesus. like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? What, like, what Quit is diddling <laughs> kids? It's not hard. Like, <laughs> simple. Like, don't do it. That that was an easy choice for me. I thought about Billy Mitchell. No lie, I thought about Billy Mitchell. You can shit on CD Projekt Red. No doubt about that. They yeah. they deserve what's right. coming to them. But the manage the managers the, the of, managers. Yeah. It's not it's not everybody because you want to know something. CD Projekt Red is already paying for it because they're paying for it yes. with their developers and they're paying for it with the additional man hours that's going to take for them to focus on this game when they could be working on other DLC or other projects for it. Correct. And Correct. the public's not going to forget. The public shouldn't forget, rather, I should say. The smart people are not going to forget. And they're Hashtag probably going forget. <laughs> and they're probably <laughs> never going to get those sales again. The damage has okay. already been done to their reputation. They're not going to get that shit back. But you but, know who hasn't paid? Billy Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to pay. That motherfucker going to pay what he owe. Like, that's what he's going to do. <laughs> no, I, I got to give it to the fucking the Smash community. Because that one event. I can agree. That one single event destroyed a community. Destroyed a competitive scene. Like, you thought it yes. was bad during fucking COVID? Before that happened? Bro, post, post Oops All Pedophiles? Nah. Nah. That was it. That had to have been Dude, one of our I... podcast titles. <laughs> Dude, I, I remember I remember too when like that whole thing with the Smash community and the and the fighting tournaments and all that stuff. It was like really hard for me because I think it was like it's either before or after, but they were really connected to each other. The wrestling community had a similar incident too, mm -hmm. where all these wrestlers were being like, "Yeah, no, this dude tried to touch me when I was like, this guy solicited pictures when I was like under yeah. sixteen, and I'm like, what the? So when it rains, going it pours, from, man. <laughs> oh, dude, it came in abundance, and I was just like, and there was like people like there was just like I remember like in the wrestling community, they're like. I'm ripping this shirt off. I don't care about this. I don't care about that. People were being outed without even like, uh, or canceled. I should say not outed. They were, they were canceled. The cancel culture without like any facts. They're just like, oh well, this person said that. Yeah, he's an asshole. So fuck this. We're gonna go. Ahead I mean, and cancel shit. Him. Anyone? I don't. Eddie. I don't know if you know, but I personally fucking hate Chris G. But I defended him. Yeah. When his allegations and shit yeah. came out, because even though I hate him. His allegations yeah. were not the same as to because it was happening around all of that shit happening, but we defended him. Yep. Like, yeah, I'll say it to this day. I defended what he like what he said wasn't great, but you know, don't fuck him over out of his contract for something that you said wasn't going to affect his contract. Yeah, one hundred percent. So, but I was also, I mean, those are our, obviously our three big picks of the golden shit stain. I was also gonna put up. Uh, not the golden shit thing, but another thing I wanted to say was Microsoft was kind of shitty with the mixer stuff, right? Yeah, that was yeah. kind of garbage. A lot of people yeah. that had huge communities on Mixer lost everything. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they've been able to recover on Twitch or on Facebook Gaming. So, yeah, but no, there you go. If you want to, if you want to edit anything and make it into a nice little PNG, we got the Genshin Impact Twitch community <laughs> from Eddie. We got yeah. Billy Mitchell from me, and we got the whole 
just fighting game like not all the fighting game communities but goddamn you know when you mentioned when you mentioned trump too i was thinking i, I it kicked in my head and i i would throw vince mcmahon into that yeah. award thing too because vince yeah. mcmahon is just one greedy son of a bitch yeah he is. and he's the what trump he's doing, of wwe yeah what he's doing right now with like the superstars and like their twitch communities and their oh, like things yeah. that they're doing on the side with cameo and like he's like no it's it's all owned by the w i own your name like dude get the fuck out look of here, we bro. get like, it vince man you want to own people but you can't now so that's, yeah. you just can't do that <laughs> <laughs> that's a big no-no <laughs> that's crazy and i live yeah. in the south so <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was good. I like that roundup. That was a good roundup. That was that was good shit. All right. That was some good shit. Let's let's go to what our weeks have, have been. What have we been doing this week? Corey, we're gonna start with you. Uh, All right. <laughs> I'm gonna I need to grab yeah, another beer for, for this. You one. got time. You got I got time. I'm gonna talk about my shit, so <laughs> while you guys are talking, I'm gonna I'll piss after that. it's my turn. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I'm first. So <laughs> uh well this week, obviously, I mean it was uh, holidays for people that celebrate, you know, Christmas and Hanukkah and all that. I personally celebrate Christmas. It was probably the best Christmas I've had in a long time because I didn't have to travel anywhere. Nice. <laughs> it was super, super nice. I know that makes me kind of sound like an asshole. I, yes, I understand that it is hard times for everybody. Would I have preferred to travel to see my family? Of course. Not. But it was nice to not have to travel fucking you know, when we usually we travel on Christmas Eve to on my side of the family, whoever's having it, then we drive home. And it used to be before we lived here, we would stay with my wife's parents, do Christmas morning there and then drive to my parents house and do Christmas Day. We would basically be, be traveling for like 24 hours mm-hmm. and it just fucking sucked. So this year was great. My mom and dad came up and stayed Christmas Eve. I got a bunch of shit from my kitchen. Uh, I got. What else did I get? I got some cool vans and stuff like that. I got some cool uh, gifts and all that. But other than that, pretty good holiday. I like to have being off for four days. Really excited to be off for three days this coming week. So, but we played, dude, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is getting real fucking good. I told you. Like, that's just getting real good. I told you. Like, I'm so mad that Star Wars movie-wise is going the direction they are when they could obviously do something as amazing as this. So, I'm about halfway, I believe. I started uh, encountering my first, like, purge troopers and, like, I the fucking baton dude? Fuck that guy. Yeah. Like, that yeah, guy that is bullshit. Where he does the side jump and, like, stabs you in the back of the ear. Mm-hmm. He fucking rabbit punches you and it's bullshit. <laughs> no, that, but, that shit's um, lame. I'm excited. I was, I've been told it was about, about halfway. I'm almost about halfway. So... It's going to be interesting. We're going to keep playing that. That's probably going to be a Monday thing until we finish it. Nice. I played Tanuki Justice. I played the normal route because there's normal, there's hard, and then there's insane. And I beat the normal in about 45 minutes. It wasn't too bad. But then I tried playing hard, and man, like, it's just, it's it becomes a bullet hell on hard. I couldn't even imagine what insane is. But that game was great. It was like 12 bucks, and it's so much fun. It's super straight to the point. It's got an intro scene. It's like, here's the bad guys. Here's the bad guy that's going to try and take over the world. And the two Tanuki characters are like, basically, fuck you. And then it goes into the game. Mm-hmm. Like, it's amazing. You can check You can check that out on uh, Switch right now. I think it's only on Switch eShop right now. Hell yeah. Uh, 
Wednesday, me and Scotty played. So I, all day Wednesday, I'm trying to work and get like last minute work shit taken care of. Because obviously, it's the last day before the holiday, so everyone and their mama wants something from me. And, uh, but then we try, I tried to get Die Hard Arcade working. And obviously, I don't have a Sega Saturn. So I'm trying to get emulators working. I'm trying to get a MAME emulator working. I couldn't get shit to happen. For anyone that doesn't know, it's also called Dynamite Decca in Japan. It was an arcade game that was based on the Die Hard, Die Hard franchise, but the story of it has nothing to do with like anything Die Hard canonically. It's just like Bruce Willis is on the front of it, and he's the character. So the sequel was Dynamite Cop. So the sequel to Dynamite but, Ar- or Die Hard Arcade is Dynamite Cop. Correct. Okay. Because technically the sequel to Dynamite Decca, which is Die Hard Arcade, mm-hmm. is Dynamite Cop. Okay. So we couldn't get that going, so we decided to play Die Hard Trilogy. I got a PlayStation emulator up and running. That's a game. That is a fucking game. I'll tell you what. They were super ambitious. with. So Die Hard Trilogy, for people that don't know, it was a game that was released on PlayStation and I believe Dreamcast. I think it was released on Dreamcast as well. I think it is on Dreamcast as well. Yeah, I think it got released on the PlayStation Store only in Japan, and there was a PS2 port that was only in Japan as well. So, I'm sorry, no, that was Dynamite. Uh, that was Dynamite Die Hard Arcade. Okay. Anyway, we played a trilogy, and so it's the first three movies. You can pick which one you want to play. You can play Die Hard 1, you can play Die Hard 2, Die Harder, which I forgot that's the actual fucking name of it. Nice. And then there's Die Hard 3, which is Die Hard with a Vengeance. And uh, it's three totally different games. So the first game is like you are just running around as John McClane. It's not bad. It's like a twin stick shooter without a twin stick. And like it was it was fun. Like it, it actually wasn't bad. You're just going around trying to go up the levels of the Nakatomi Tower and all that stuff. We put some cheats in and it was fine. And then the second one is a light gun game. Where it's like an on-rails Yeah, I think I jumped into the stream while you were playing that one. Yeah, it doesn't control bad with a controller. I don't have... I couldn't get the light gun, like, thing to work. But it's not bad. It was pretty fun. Like, I would probably play all the way through that if I had it set up with OG hardware. And then there was Die Hard 3, which was a shitty crazy taxi, is what it was. Okay. (laughs) Like, you're, you're you're having to go around the city to defuse bombs and it is a shit show we could not get any further the best thing that came out of it was we went and raided a guy called pass the plunger he is a guy on twitch the only reason we raided him is because he was the only other person playing die hard trilogy and he's a guy that lives over in uk so we raid him and he's playing the driving part he's on the final level and he's playing og hardware he didn't put any cheat i think he put a cheat in to where he had infinite lives but even then, like, even having infinite lives doesn't mean that you can't lose the level. Mm-hmm. So, but he's playing it. To beat the boss, you launch your ta- your taxi cab off of a ramp and jump onto the helicopter that the boss is in. And you have to keep doing that until the helicopter crashes. But Scotty found his best friend over in UK that's not Graham because this guy had, like, shit he had burning rangers wow like he had a physical copy of it he had i think he might have had the uk like the pal version yeah that one's but cheap he was showing his, he had a retro freak so he got my he got a follow from me and he was just i mean he had tons of shit he's a cool dude you can go check him out he's called pass the plunger hell yeah and uh he's got a very dive bar-esque theme to his twitch 
Like, it feels really cool. He has a camera that's on him, but then he has a camera behind him to show his setup. And he has the big, like, 16 shelf shelf with all the consoles and it's lit up and all that shit. So he was very excited because, I mean, we we raided him and he was we were interacting with him for probably an hour and a half until Scotty was finally like, I got to nice. fucking go to bed. So Good shit. Uh, so that was it for the streams. Uh, and then I got some pickups this week. Let me grab them real quick. I got them right behind me. Hell yeah. I'm tripping out because, like, I've heard of the Die Hard trilogy, and I'm also thinking Dynamite Cop. He 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 comes out in that uh, crossover game, right? Project X Zone. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he is in Project X Zone. Dynamite yeah. Cop is a game. It's it, it's not very yeah. good, but fucking Corey, when they played it on the Dreamless Dreamcast marathon, he fucking fell in love with that shit that was one of the one of the games that we that me and scotty got him when i fall in love with a different game every year and scotty's so happy yeah it's it's pretty fucking great nice yeah dynamite cop is a very it's an arcade game i'll tell you that so uh so yeah the other thing i tripped out was apparently there's a die hard trilogy too yep scotty's playing that this week yeah i was like what (laughs) he bought it he bought it it complete like complete for $13 on eBay. Nice. <laughs> so, uh, I got some pickups this week. I for about nice. a, I got on Macari and I've been on a Super Famicom kick lately. Obviously, if you're watching the stream behind me, I've got my CRT going. But for about $110, I got 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 to 11 Super Famicom games. And they're not junk ones either. Oh, like yeah. I got uh well, Kirby Avalanche, I got that one. That's like a $5 game. I got Chrono Trigger, which is amazing. It's only ten dollars for game. the Super Famicom version compared to the, the what, almost a hundred dollar version of the American. That's ridiculous. It's it, it's so crazy because I think we were talking about this when I was on the podcast first. I was like, if there was an item, if there was an item I can get, it would be Chrono Trigger complete in box, and it goes for like about two k, and you can get it from Japan for about like fifty if bucks that. complete in box. Yep. If that, and I'm like, yep. Yeah. And guess what? You don't need a different system. You can play these on a Super Nintendo. You just open your Super Nintendo up, snip two plastic pieces off, and then it reads them. Yeah. But yeah. you got to, you got, for Chrono Trigger, you better know Japanese or get a translation patch. That's all I got to say. So, <laughs> uh, the other things I got were, I got Ganbei Goyamon. So, this is the Japanese version of Mystical Ninja. Nice. And uh, pretty well, good. I got that for a good price. We got Final Fight. On Super Famicom, I mean, I'm just going crazy. These were, like, good title games. Like, it wasn't just, like, a bunch of, like, the Yu Yu Hakusho games or something like that. Whoa, yeah. whoa, yo, Yu Yu uh, Hakusho Final, final has... is a legitimately good fighting game. You take that back, sir. There's also a lot of bad ones on there, and you know there are. No. That, yeah. That's, no. <laughs> like, no. It's legitimately the only Super Nintendo yeah, Yu Yu that... Hakusho game I know about. The Super Famicom version of Final Fight is the one that actually has the uh, uh, Poison and Roxy in there, yeah. too, right? It's not yep. Sid and, yep. and the, the other dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I got these four Bomberman games. I got Bomberman 1, 2, 3, and 4. I don't know if they're any good. I test them out a little bit. but It's anything, Bomberman. Would like... It's fucking yeah, there's Bomber... really different It's the between first them. fucking FIFA-style game. They released the same I game think... every fucking no, year. No, the third one brings in animals that you can ride. <laughs> yeah, I think if I remember... I'm sorry right, you don't like fun. Saying. 
it's like one and two are good, but three is like the ultimate one, and four took a step back. There's there a is, fifth one. I don't even have. Oh, there you go. They have shit tons. And then the thing that I was really happy about, I got these for about ten bucks each. I got complete inbox of Donkey Kong Country one, two, and three. The only problem is Donkey Kong Country 3 didn't have the manual, so the other two had the manual. That's still pretty cool. They're a little banged up, but that's fine. Mm -hmm. Uh, What's funny is I didn't know they weren't called uh, Donkey Kong Country in Japan. They're called Super Donkey Kong. That makes sense. Really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that either. Yeah, if you look at the front, uh, they say Super Donkey Kong on them. I don't know if you got that. That's dark as shit. Look, man, I got, you know, there. That's a little bit It's not even coming up in in the camera on stream. There you go. Back up. Back That's up. fine. There you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. Whatever. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, so now that I have these, and I also picked up Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze for, like, it was no, it was on sale for 45 bucks on Amazon, and then I had $20 off, so I got it for 25 bucks. So there's probably going to be a month here soon where I'm just going to play Donkey Kong. I'm going to play Donkey Kong Country 1, 2, 3, Donkey Kong Country Returns, and Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, along with Diddy Kong Racing. That's, so a, I'll be that's a lot of nice. Donkey Kong. It's going to be, I, I might hold off for March, even though I know Donkey Kong's not a monkey, but we're going to do monkey March mo, March Monkey Madness. That's He's what it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> We've said this the last time Eddie was here. He's not even in two of the three con- country games. <laughs> that is true. So, that's crazy. Anyway, that's it. I had a pretty good week. I probably got some other shit I could talk about, but... I've been doing some modding off stream. I can't really talk about some of the mods because they, I can't talk about the mods. This is all I can say. Okay. So, okay. But then other than that, Eddie had his merch line come out and I got this dope ass fucking Fuerte Club shirt. I'll get the hoodie. Do you which, have a zip down hoodie so that I can show my hair? I do chest? now. Yeah. I'm gonna, I do now. Because now that you I do now. <laughs> it, it was, I was so upset because I wanted a zip up and I was like, ah, man, they don't have a zip up option. They do. I just had to scroll down a bit more and select it. So it's, it's there now. It's available there. So do now me a favor. A drop hoodie. the link in the chat. Yeah, drop your merch link. Uh, the great thing is, I didn't know. This is the classic version. It fits really nice. It feels good. They had a... I, I wear a 2X because I'm a big boy. They had a tall version where it's a little bit longer, mm-hmm. which is great because even for big boys, if we raise our shirts up, you get that under fucking belly and you don't want to show that. Exactly. So I like it. It fits really, really well. So I'm, uh, I'm a, good on you. Also, I figured out I never got my Scrubverse shirt that I ordered. So I had to reach out to them, and they were finally like, oh, I'm sorry. Here's a refund. So I, I bought another shirt. So hopefully the Scrubverse shirt will be showing up so I can show that. Yeah, that's, that's about to there be a, a, a limited edition. Hint, hint. Ooh. Yeah, a little bit. It's, it's going to soon be, a... be discontinued. So soon. It'll still be up there, but you know, yeah, you'll, it'll make sense later. Mm-hmm. So well, it, there it's, you go, it's... chat and listeners. It's funny when you talk about that because that's one of actually one of the uh, strategies that I think I was going to use and not to get too much into it, but uh, uh, the Young Bucks, which is a wrestling team, is basically yeah. one of the things that they kept telling them was that like, oh, you guys are just a t-shirt company. Like everything you guys have done has been nothing but t-shirt type of stuff. And they have a smart, a smart strategy to that. And I've been reading their book, Killing the Business, and I'm trying to basically just mimic everything that they do in there too. I'm interested in that book. Is that a book that you can buy, like purchase and everything? Mm-hmm. Okay. You can. It's like it's like it. about it's like about twenty five bucks, I think, on Amazon for a hardcover. You can find a signed copy. Okay. It's even better because it's signed by them. But I mean, it's it's a good What's book. It I mean, again? 
killing the business. I'll post a link on it too. I'll post a link yeah, on yeah, it too. Yeah, yeah. Post a link on that. Put put it in the both of our discords if you want to. So yeah, that'll work. There you go. Yep. The the hoodie is on the way. Forte Cup hoodie on the way. God, God. damn, that was quick. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, what? Yep. All you know, Eddie. All I got to say is the only merch we've sold was to me. So, <laughs> <laughs> I bought three masks. We had face masks made. Uh, they ended up not being great because no, they those didn't face have the masks nose suck. Yeah. yeah uh, but then, like, my dad wanted a shirt, and then I got a shirt. So we might actually, depending on how, because you go through Teespring, right? Yes, go I go Red through Teespring. We okay. go through Redbubble, and I'm gonna I'm gonna investigate Teespring because after getting this shirt, I'm gonna wait until I get my shirt in. Yeah, I want to check the quality, and if I like this quality more of the Fuerte Club shirt, yeah, I might be transitioning over. We don't know yet. That's yeah, that's I, a tw- that's a 2021 problem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I ordered, I ordered, I had to order more because I wanted like once I got this one, I was like, holy shit, like this is gonna be awesome. Like I'm gonna be wearing it is on that stream the all the. T- this is a classic one, yeah. This is a classic they extra fit really large. Nice. It's it's a Hanes material. I was really surprised that it was Hanes, and I was like, yeah. "What the heck?" Like I was like, it's "I thought it was quality. gonna be a shitty like because uh, sometimes you get some of those shirts that are like what is it, Gilladin or something like that." Yeah, Gilladin or like the triple a, or the triple A ones that are like for Huskies mm-hmm. and like and I'm just like. So, anyways, when I when I got it and I got the sweater, I was like, "Holy shit, this is some really good quality stuff." Um, what I like about Teespring too, honestly, man, is that it really gauges what you you can set the price at whatever you want and see the profit that you want to make and right. and it to me it's like not about the profit like i mean everything helps but they they put an estimate like they want the sweaters to go for like 45 to 50 bucks i'm like i'm not i'm not i'm no who am i to yeah. sell a freaking you know what i mean or sure you can right sell now a, yeah like oh a shirt for 30 dollars, and i'm like nah dude like 20 bucks like that's where we want to be at like I want to go to $20 and shit. Then later on, like you said, things can become like limited, a new design, like design of the month type of thing. Like this is going to be like the standard, like this shirt's always going to be there. But January, I don't know. It's maybe there's like a purple and gold Laker inspired one. I don't know. Like type of thing. You know what I mean? I like those colors. Yeah. My father-in-law kind of thinks I'm fruity because I like those colors. Well, (laughs) he, he thinks, Shut up. <laughs> He's that old school where if you like purple, you're a little like, woo. And I'm like, hey, man, that's just Ric Flair. So <laughs> Yeah. Woo. That's right. My week. My week that, I, that I, I've done. We were playing more Yakuza 0. I finally switched back over to Kiryu. And I have this issue where every single fucking time that they transition from one character to another... You get so invested. I got so invested in Majima. I I spent a good like ten hours just grinding out Majima's skill tree because like there's these side businesses that you can do in Yakuza Zero, and Majima's is the Hostess Club. And my wife and I got so invested in the Hostess Club that we would just play that the entire fucking week. We did the entire storyline. It's some cheesy fucking anime kun kun bullshit. <laughs> but it unlocks, and I didn't know this. Once you complete the the business side of shit for the individual character, it unlocks a secret skill tree. So for for Majima, I forget what the name of it, but it's like that crazy knife style, which really, in reality, all it does is boost like your heat gauge, your health, your attack uh, output. But it's it's still really cool that at least I get some sort of like 
in-game reward outside of just making more money in Yakuza 0. And now switching back over to Kiryu, I've realized Kiryu's business model is fucking garbage. It is not fun <laughs> at all. So Kiryu, Majima's hostess club job bullshit, like the side side jobs that you do, you're actively trying to recruit girls. You're going on dates with girls. You're doing these, these side party missions with the girls. You're trying to get them to be better hostesses. And then when you're doing the actual hostess club routine and bringing in customers and shit like that you got to watch the mood of the the customers which girl is going to make them happy you know if the girl says oh we need this we need to refill a drink we need to refill some other stupid shit then you can go ahead and like interact with all those characters and then it's happening so fast because you only have six seats and all the seats are timed, but you got shit going on. This customer is angry. This customer wants a towel. This customer is getting ready to leave. Do you do you wanna do you wanna give him an expensive gift? Because if you give him an expensive gift, he's going to go tell his fucking friends. But if you don't, like you possibly miss out on marketing and extra business that you can gain from it. And then that leads into you challenging the five stars of Sotimbori where you have to challenge these other hostess clubs to a hostess club grudge match. When you do the grudge match, <laughs> the two club managers walk into your club and it's almost like this this pseudo wrestling ring or this wrestling promo where they Break they the look at each other and, they look away and it's like boom and they're getting ready to fight. <laughs> and it's it's at that point you know, yo, it's fucking on, let's fucking go. Kitty you side, it's like, yo, I buy this business. Real estate. I buy this <laughs> business. And then it runs on a timer. When you get money in Majima's thing, you have to actively go to the club and then run the business. When you run Kiryu's thing, real estate's all about passive income. So every 10 yeah. minutes, when you activate your payouts, you have to wait the 10 minutes from the payout is executed for you to get that money. And then the only interaction that you have with the businesses is that you can recruit certain people, which it could be anybody. As Majima, I just know I'm looking for hot chicks. But as Kiryu, I have to go through these other side stories where I meet Steven Spielberg or Michael Jackson just randomly on the street and say, hey, do you need help? Oh, by the way, I heard that you're running a, re a, a real estate business. Let me help you out. And then they were just like, Oh, here's my stats to make the 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 meter, the the fucking the investment meter go up faster because you want to you want to S rank all of your properties, but there's no active involvement in you maximizing your your properties or your business. Whereas in order to make my girls better, I have to go on dates with them. You know, I have to like do things right. with them. I have to work with them and shit. So, Kiryu it's it's like okay i got this shit running in the background oh somebody's challenging one of my properties let me just go walk over there and beat the shit out of the guy and there's no story interaction whoop that ass whoop yeah. that ass get so, these hands that's how, that's how business is done so the way <laughs> the thing that sucks is that in order for me to unlock kiryu's fourth fighting style which is the dragon of dojima which again it's very similar to um to majima's fourth style where it only focuses on health heat damage output shit like that but in order for me to get that i have to complete the business side mission but i don't want to it's become a thing where i literally just 
click the play payout button, stand outside the establishment, go on my computer and wait 10 minutes. Oh, oh, you're done? Walk back inside, collect my payment, invest. It's kind of like more rinse and boring. Yeah, it's, it's boring. Yeah. So I have to go do other things, but then keep in mind that I have a business to run in the background. And this is all while the entire Dojima clan wants me dead. I have Yakuza running around per the story, and they're just like, Kiryu, nah, we got we got to knock that motherfucker off. We got to kill that dude. So the storyline is getting hype. But before I proceed with the storyline, I have to, I want to do the business side, and I'm just like, it's a grind. It's a giant. It'd be a grind off stream if you were streaming. Pretty much. It's an yeah. off stream grind. The, this is not necessarily something that happened in my week, but this is just more news orientated thing. Arc System Works, I checked out one of their streams. They announced DNF Duel. Uh, it is a new fighting game based off of some Korean, I want to say Korean mobile game. It is literally Korean soul bad guy and friends. That's like go go see if you can pull up the uh the trailer for it. It's very very short. I'm pulling it up, but right now. the game looks gorgeous. It reminds me a lot of Grand Blue Fantasy versus uh graphics. Here we go. See if you can uh if you can get that. Yeah. <laughs> is this what we're just gonna do? We're just we're gonna, just watch, gonna watch, right watch this. <laughs> I mean, like fucking yeah. look at that. The game well, we're, is we're fucking see- gorgeous. We're, we're seeing Chris's right hand on his screen. Yeah, there you go. I don't know how that happened. I don't. I don't, I don't know why. Oh yeah. Real time. <laughs> I gotta fix it. Yep. Hey, we got to fix it for news anyway. It's so. fine. It's all. It's all good. But anyway, I'll loop it so we can keep watching it. And you can talk about it. Uh, DNF Duel. It's. It sounds cool. Arc System is taking the helm with the help of Neopol. I think Neopol is the company that actually does DNF. I think it's a mobile game. It's very much in the same vein as Grand Blue. So, I mean, okay, cool, neat. That got announced out there. And then the KFC gaming console. Did you guys see that shit? Dude, I heard about that. Yeah, I did hear about that. Bro, the the KFC gaming console is... There you go. There you go. Phoenix Guard. This is based off a dungeon fighter. I keep on thinking it's, it's called DNF, which... I don't, I don't know what it was, like finish. Dungeons and Fighters or some shit like that. But uh, the KFC gaming console, KFC, like, they're taking their meta bullshit. They're taking their, their – they know that they're a joke, right? But And they know they got, like, shitty fucking chicken and shit. But they have some of the best marketing out there. They just recently came out with, like, this pseudo harem or Harlequin novel gone, like, TV show series where it's the the colonel being played by Mario Lopez in like Mario fucking in, Lopez. in some fucking like love drama bullshit and now they announced the the KF console which it is a it's it's a microcomputer from the way that it looks like it because it's so compact what they say is that you can you can warm your chicken you can warm your fried chicken along with playing uh high end games at the same time. And Young Yeah did a deep dive in this thing. And apparently it's it's got a ninth gen Intel. Fuck you. Yeah. It's a ninth <laughs> gen fucking uh CPU and it's running an RTX 2070. Eat my ass, KFC. <laughs> <laughs> it it's it's crazy. It's absolutely fucking crazy. Hey, real much, like, why? Who approved this? <laughs> Like, 
Someone Who the approved hell it. approved this shit? Uh, some <laughs> fucking dude. I I don't know. Uh, I'm uh, surprised. I'm genuinely surprised that they didn't like even endorse it with somebody, right? Like, it's one of those things. Like, this is kind of borderline George Foreman grill type of things. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I could have seen someone like a celebrity come out here and just be like, guys. Like, I, I'm expecting it to happen. I'm expecting, like, Ninja or a Twitch streamer or somebody to come out here and be like, yo, KFC's going to pay me this money to promote this console? Fuck yeah, let's do it. We would pay pay us money! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd promote the shit out of this thing. I think it's stupid, but I'd promote it. <laughs> like, <laughs> Slap the Fuerte Club true, logo on it. <laughs> hold, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I got to go back for a second because this thing just said... True 4K. I saw 120 that. Yes. I saw that. Yes. And the thing is, is this... that it's running an Intel NUC 9 Extreme Kit. This shit right here, this is it. It's a $1,400 fucking thing. Are you serious? This is what they're saying. They're saying that this, it has to be this. If they're saying that this very compact console is running. Ninth gen fucking CPU, Intel CPUs, and an RTX, uh, Asus, uh, hard drive or not hard drive GPU at 120 frames. It has to be this. It's it's a it's it's insane. It's absolutely fucking insane. Uh, but is it a and joke? And it keeps your chicken warm. Yeah, and it keeps is your it, chicken warm. There's no cooling in it. All all the heat is going straight to the chicken. (laughs) How is that going to work? Like, that doesn't make any sense. This has to be a joke. This has to be like like a rib. I don't know. If they make a prototype, do you know from a collector's standpoint how fucking expensive that thing is going to be? I don't know. So it's running an Intel uh, i9-99H HK processor. It's running a, uh, a NVIDIA GeForce RTX 2080 8 gigabyte, and it's got 16 gigs of RAM, 380 gigabyte uh, solid state, one terabyte SSD backup. Bro! This is that double down fuck you money. Is That's that, what they say. All the, money, all the money that KFC made off of the double down went to the KFC gaming console. <laughs> Absolutely <That's> insane. <laughs> Absolutely insane. <laughs> Double down money for real. <laughs> Double down fuck you money. Oh, I wish I could ever get that amount of money. <laughs> now, this unit is $1,400. I'm curious. I'd what... buy it. I'll buy I, it. I, I got PayPal credit. I'm going to watch. I'm just going to watch KFC. It, they're probably going to do something like super limited. And you know what? I'd fucking buy it. I'd 100% I'd just buy fucking it. buy it. I don't give a I fuck. Would. I don't even need the endorsement. I'll fucking buy it. <laughs> That's and so wild. And put Popeye's chicken in it. <laughs> <laughs> put Popeye's chicken on it? Oh, it's it's dumb. Yuna uh, raises some really good questions, though. It's like, how do you clean it? How well does it keep the warm the, uh, the chicken warm? Like, there's so many questions to this, too. There's a, there's... Well, you don't have... <laughs> I'm trying to get into the logistics of the fucking KFC gaming console. Yeah. Like, I was about to be like, well, to keep it warm at a normal restaurant, you only need to keep stuff around like 120. And I'm is just it like, o- no. Is it only chicken that it keeps warm? Can I throw the mojo? Is Can I put biscuits in there? You know, like yeah. this. Throw a couple tamales in there, man. Like, that's perfect size for them. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's so stupid. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to cook us some pastelas and put it in the fucking console. <laughs> 
games? Like, what the f- Like, <laughs> yo, I need this hoagie toasted. Let me put it in my gaming console real this quick. This is just so <laughs> dumb. This is so fucking stupid. I hope it's real. I really do. Hold on. The chicken chamber uses the console heat and airflow system, is what it says <laughs> in the, the, the chicken chamber. The chicken Jesus. chamber. The chicken chamber. I, I love this right here. If Sony or Microsoft want any tips on how to engineer a chicken chamber for their efforts <laughs> next time, they'd be welcome to get in touch. <laughs> Dude, and then there's a related article. Like, if I'm buying the fucking KFC console, I'm buying these KFC Crocs, too. Like... <laughs> Jesus, man, this was just your week. <laughs> this is this is just the stupid shit that I end up running into. It's it's dumb. I don't know what to tell you. Oh my it's fucking god, stupid. dude! Oh my god, the pupusa man. <laughs> Let's go. I'm there for that one. I'm there for that one. Sign me up. No, I changed my best year moment of 2020. It's this. <laughs> it's this. <laughs> It's the KFC gaming console. Now I will never be too drunk to taste this chicken. <laughs> this is dangerous. Yeah. You know, if this thing comes out, how many fucking stoners and drunkards are going to buy these things and get fucking gone? Yeah. Like... Not only that, like, how many of them are going to get... Dude, like, I could just, like, we left the chicken on it for too long and just, like, bare hand the chicken. Like, ah, fuck. Dude, Dude, what what they need to do is KFC needs to no pun intended double the fuck down and buy the rights of and buy the rights of Doritos and Mountain Dew from Taco Bell and fucking put them on as attachments that you can buy. KFC, I will help with your prototype division. Like, just give me a call right now, man. I've you're talking to the man that's made Dorito and Mountain Dew cupcakes. All right, so. They were gross. That's disgusting. <laughs> it's an Third idea. Third degree chicken burns. Third degree chicken burns. Hell yeah. Awful. Absolutely oh fucking awful. Oh my god. I hate it. Shit. Um, <laughs> as far as games streamed, continuing uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog tier list that I've been working on, right? Uh, Sonic Riders Sonic. Zero Gravity. I don't know if you got if you boys caught that stream. That was like one of the craziest streams that that I had. This I did week. not. Fucking that game is ass. That game is absolute fucking ass. <laughs> so all of the all of the cool mechanics that Sonic Riders has, Sonic Riders Zero Gravity just took it and was just like, hey, what if we just like took this but then said fuck you to the fans? Like, what if we just made it worse? Like, what if we just like, you know, said like fuck it? Literally, just just fuck it. They made the game so fucking confusing. They they don't have like proper GameCube support or GameCube controller support for that console. It's just a mess. Like, the entire thing is just a, a complete fucking mess. The tracks suck. The st- I- I'm not going to say anything about the story because the story is, like, non-existent. Nobody gives a shit about the fucking story of Zero Gravity. But, like, the just the gameplay experience that you have in Zero Gravity is just all the way dumbed the fuck down. The way that... So, in, Zero, in, um, in fucking Writers... As you collect rings, you get bonuses that are permanent. So when you collect 20 or 50 rings in Riders, you get a permanent boost to your speed, your air tank. You can do certain special attacks. Some of them hit wider. Some of them make you go faster and you like do critical damage on enemies. It's it's just, it's very much like streamlined for you. 
in zero gravity, they make you pick what power up that you want. But the thing is, is that in in zero gravity or just in Sonic Riders in general, some of the shortcuts are class type specific. So if I want to, if I'm a speed character, I want to use the grind rail because the grind rail is going to increase my air tank. It's going to take me somewhere else probably faster than if I took the regular road. I have to sacrifice picking the the grinding ability for speed in order to keep up with the CPU. Because if I don't take the speed boost early in the game, I'm going to get blown the fuck out in the race. It doesn't matter what I pick afterwards. But then some of these twists and turns in zero gravity are so fucking like insanely hairpin. And they don't give you enough time for you to turn properly when you go to make a hard turn that it's just like, oh, let me just eat this fucking wall for two seconds. It's just 90 degree turns. I'm going to slow down no matter what. It's not a very intuitive game. It's stupid. I went to go check some some of the fucking like how to get good at this game. And they literally break the game in order for you to fucking win. They literally just like, yo, don't bother. Just speed run it. Just clip the fucking game. The way that they uh, the game operates as far as checkpoints are concerned is very similar to Mario 64. So if you just go out of bounds and find yourself <laughs> back at a certain point, you can just like clip the fucking game, clip the race, and none of it fucking yeah. matters. So those are the kind of glitches I like. Fuck that yeah. game. That game is ass bottom of the tier list. It's it's trash. It's absolute trash. It's not it's not E tier, but it's bad. It's just forget about that shit. Last thing Sonic I want to talk bad? about. No, it's not Sonic 06 bad. At least I could play. At least I could physically like hold the controller in my hand and said, yes, left goes left. Jump does jump. Like at least I can do that. There's just a lot of really bad decisions that were made with zero gravity. The last thing I'm going to talk about is that I had my Steam account locked up until about five minutes ago. How? I Why? I forgot that I bought Cyberpunk 2077. And I thought that my account got hacked. So about a week or two, like right at launch, <laughs> right at launch, I bought Cyberpunk 2077. And I'm like, cool, we're going to play the game. I get a notification like five, six days later. Hey, a charge for $59.99 hit your account. I'm like, fucking when? I didn't buy anything. I look back. Fuck that, shut it down. I look back to fucking my last purchase. And it was right after my last Yakuza Zero or Yakuza Like a Dragon stream where I bought some of the DLC for the game. I'm like, well, that's my last purchase. I don't know what this is. I then get a notification from xvideos.com that my email and, and my password got changed. And I checked the logs of what the IP address was. And it came from Egypt. And I'm just like, it's all come together. I'm connecting the dots. Somebody from the Middle East hacked my account, got my Steam, and changed my fucking password to keep my fucking big titty bitches that I can't look at on X videos. <laughs> so I fought with X videos for about an hour as I'm on a work call and I'm trying to get my fucking shit back. Oh, oh wait, 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 wait. I just want to point out that Chris has a account yeah. with X video. Yeah. Paid you account. Don't. You don't? You don't? I haven't don't you have that? Why don't oh, you I'm have sorry. that? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm the weird one. I'm the weird one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. My profile picture's there. Oh, let's go. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, that's what you're doing. Okay. 
<laughs> no, chat. I did not have two-factor authentication at the time. That's where you fucked up. On my porn site. On my porn site. I didn't up. know I needed that. Anyway. Now I do. Anyway, so I, I thought that the two things were connected. And so I canceled my card. I went back and... I canceled the charge of fifty nine ninety nine because I'm just like it's probably just some shit kid that wanted cyberpunk. Wait, you have cyberpunk for free now? Well, Ooh. no, because <laughs> I get a message this past like Friday saying, "Hey, your account's been locked for for fraudulent charges." They tried to charge oh. the fifty nine ninety nine for cyberpunk, yeah. and I'm just like, "Fucking what? I bought that shit a week ago." And then I go looking yeah. through my bank statements and they're just like, no, this charge that was supposed to go through was still in processing because you bought it over a weekend. And we went to charge yep. it on Monday and we couldn't yep. and we kept on trying and trying. I had already gotten like like a quarter of the way through the game. All right. And I'm just like, all right, look, listen, dude, I want to play my games. All right. Just just let me play my games. I'll buy Cyberpunk off of you again if that's the case. If the money was returned to me, like, this is the first time something like this has ever happened. And they're just right. like, okay, well, we're going to lock your account and we're going to try to do the due diligence on fixing it. This is all while the fucking winter sale is going on. So I'm missing out oh, no. on, like, <laughs> potential, like, bargain bin value for AAA games. And I'm just like, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. me. I try to go to like Green Man Gaming or fucking Kinguin to download or to buy some of these games and apply it to the account. They blocked the fucking code assignment. I can't apply codes to my account. And this was all about uh, five minutes ago where I got a message and they were just like, hey, man, it's cool. It's cool. If you want to if you want to just buy the game, just buy the game. You're, you're good. So nice. I rebought the game and now my account, my account is unlocked. And is the winter sale still going? Yeah, it's going until a little bit after okay, uh, the fifth. January 1st. So I'm back in business, boys. I would have been locked out until January 24th. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. Like, they're super strict. You fuck up on, like, a fraud charge? You try to charge back? Oh, yeah. Four weeks, bro. Four fucking weeks. Yeah. You're in the doghouse. <laughs> Almost had to go to fucking All GOG. Right. That's my week. <laughs> All right, Eddie. <laughs> I mean, the, the the only thing I can compare to that story is honestly when I was uh, setting up my Epic account, and I was like, I'm I'm very like I want Eddie Fuerte on everything, so everything possible already has the Eddie Fuerte name to it. So when I was like going on Epic and I was trying to like log in, it's like, oh, that name is already taken, and I'm like, son of a bitch, why the fuck is that name already taken? And so I'm, like, trying to fucking come up with things, and I just can't figure it out. I'm like, man, this sounds stupid. Like, this sounds dumb. And and I'm not even going to start up with Microsoft, who does not let me use the name Fuerte because it's a bad word, um, according to them. Yeah. Sure. Like, I that's can't, racist. Yeah. That's, <laughs> basically. Sure. I was like, um, but then it turns out that it was me that had the name all along. I just forgot that I had created the <laughs> <with> Epic. <laughs> like... I was you like, son of a yeah, bitch. I was like, you know what? Let me, let me, let me just reset the password type of shit and send it to myself. And they're like, yeah, you already have an account. EMI. And I'm like, fucking, I got to stop drinking. <laughs> I got to drink more. <laughs> yeah. But my, my, I mean, you guys know what my fucking week has been like. It's just, my week has just been, yeah. I, I have not done any streams this week. 
it's going to be monday is going to be a full week without no streams because of the internet technical issues that i'm having and and cox if you're listening fuck you because i've been dealing with you guys for so fucking long and you guys have not there goes our brand deal yeah (laughs) you guys have not just like dude like it it was so i'm telling you i the story that i've been dealing with cox right now and this whole thing is just absurd and I'm, all i can do is every day is just call him and be like yeah i'm calling again because my internet's still not fucking fixed so dealing with that dealing with the internet issues trying to figure out what that means for the rest of the the channel because i'm very minimal on what the things i can do like we can do this i look okay on camera um it's enough to get the thing is uh the things going you know what i mean but as far as streaming upload is gone right now so it's just kind of um, sol on that shit but i've been looking into you know uh cory you and i were talking about um you know uh video editing and like uh, overlays and stuff like that so i think yeah this is that's basically what i've been doing this week it's just kind of like all right maybe it's the time to change things up because i've been going to a lot of channels i've been hanging out a lot of streams and i've seen my my notifications my layout because i got them from nerd or die they're open for everybody you know what mm-hmm. i mean so now yeah, i'm seeing i got a lot of mine too i'm seeing more of them come out so i'm just like yeah i think i want to kind of get into it myself where i can try to figure something out but if not then look into other people that do that and that's all i've been doing i've been gaming just basically playing retro games i've been playing a lot of stuff from like when i grew up with in january the whole plan was that i wanted to do um the nintendo games that i grew up with and that's why i was asking about the nintendo stuff on the discord mm. because i gotcha my nintendo list is weird like i i didn't grow up with like castlevania or mega man or any of that like sorts like i had like double dragon super mario brothers one and three never had two like ninja yeah ninja gaiden uh tecmo tecmo bowl like it was just an obscure list of things you know what i mean so I'm like, oh, I want to play those games like Batman, Friday the 13th, uh, Bugs Bunny's Birthday Bash Out or something like that. So that's all I've been doing. You also grew up poor. I see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You too had to go through the dumpster bin or the, the bargain bin of Toys yeah. R Us. Yeah. So Sometimes just... you had to gamble on your rental. For well, see, see, and that's the thing. We, we didn't even I, – I didn't even know what a Toys R – I only knew Toys R Us because of freaking the commercials, and I always wanted to go as a kid. Yeah. But I never went. We used to go to KB Toys. Yeah, that's where I used to go. KB I Toy KB Store, yeah. Toys, yep. So, but yeah, that's all. Like Walmart. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> hey, so, man, aside I, from, yeah, go ahead. No, I got I got my copy of Final Fantasy VII five years late in a fucking Big Lots bin. So it, I, I know the, <laughs> I know the struggle, man. I know the fucking <laughs> struggle. I remember those bins. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So it was just, dude. That's all I've been kind of dealing with, and just making sure that everything, um. I, I set my plans on for the next coming months because Cox is saying that they I'm telling you when the guy told me he's just like hey we fixed your internet and I'm like no you didn't it's still doing the same thing he's Fuck like you, yeah. sir. he's like what I meant he's like what I meant to say is you're able to go online um, but there's a bigger issue and we're trying to create highways for your internet look man I don't need that fucking highways. spiel like when is my internet going to be fixed so when he said first quarter of freaking 2021 I'm like dude that's a three month window absolutely insane three month window of uncertainty that i have no idea what's going to happen so it is what it is um so yeah i've just been playing like old retro games i've been dealing with that stuff i also uh as far as pickups go i don't really have any pickups um i can talk about the holiday gifts that i got um i got three steam keys which is great guilty gear 
third. Thank you, Chris. I really appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> Turok 2 and Bayonetta were just were randomly gifted to me. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah, and then I also, my niece gave me this, uh, this big old, like, insulated 64-ounce water jug. Yeah! Yeah. <laughs> water bros! That's right. <laughs> See, not, not we got jugs and Fuerte Club shirts, dude. Come on, Chris, what's going on? <laughs> he bought a hoodie. I got this. I just bought a hoodie. You need yeah, to have this if you buy no, the hoodie. No, Chris. No, you need, you need, you need to you buy this if you yeah. have the hoodie. You guys can have the shirts. You gotta do the, the fucking samurai one. Look, see, I, I'm gonna take this off. I'm gonna slap that big old Fuerte Club logo right there. Let's go. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So I got. I got. Are we all. What was that? No, I was just gonna say we're all just gonna chug water. That's it. That's all we're gonna do, <laughs> chug water. And then, dude, but honestly, I, I gotta talk. I gotta talk about one of the one of the better gifts that I actually got this holiday, man. Like, um, one of my friends, he's a really good dude. I met him just how you and Chris met at Magfest. Him and I actually met at a wrestling event two years ago in February before AEW started, and we both went to the MGM uh, pool area out here because they were gonna have a ticket info release event for like their upcoming pay-per-view and all this stuff like when AEW was just kind of like just a thought and I met him there we just shot the shit we connected like really well we exchanged numbers and like it's he's like my best friend like now you know what I mean like it's like the dude knows everything about me mm-hmm. and like like even like about like Scrubverse and all that stuff like the things I've been doing he's just been a very, very good supporter and a very good friend well because of the pandemic and he lives with a he lives with a his mother-in-law, which is an older woman, he's very limited to the things he wants to do. And I understand that because we don't want to expose her to anything of like that, of that sorts. So, but his daughter, his daughter decided to make gifts for her friends and she made me one. Like, and I thought it was pretty cool because it's like a hand, a real, like a legit, I don't remember when's the last time I got a handmade gift. And I thought it was like really sweet. She basically hand-stitched a Korok. Wow. Oh, that's cool. Adorable. Yeah. Yeah, from like Breath of the Wild. Cool. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like she and she did this for all her friends, so they went around and just kind of like handed them out. And she did a little little Christmas like uh card to it too. That's it says real Merry sweet. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Mean Dwayne Korok Johnson. Please <laughs> please take great care of him. Happy holidays. Because we're all wrestling fans. Like mm-hmm. like we're all huge yeah. wrestling fans. Like and uh so yeah, I thought I thought this was pretty cool. I thought that was pretty pretty nifty. That's good shit, yeah. Man. Yeah, so that I mean that's been my week. So I can't, you know, there's um, I mean actually I I can't announce it here actually too. Aside from everything that's going wrong, um, I have been invited to a uh, partnered stream team, um, which I mentioned to you guys. Nice. So I am I am now part of the console council, part of a Scoots team. I got that going on, and there is a possibility of another team. Um, I'm waiting to see if they're going to send me the invite. It seems like everything's going to be good. So. Yeah, there's a lot of positive things going on despite the internet, and I think I think maybe this is that time where I just kind of got to focus on like maybe setting up a YouTube channel, maybe learning about photo editing and video editing and stuff like that. Like maybe this is what the universe is telling me right now while everything else is falling apart. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, that's been my week. That's, that's been shit, my man. week. Yeah, sounds good. I got tennis rackets, so I guess I'm gonna start playing tennis. Mm. Good luck with that. There you go. If I break an ankle, you'll know yeah. why. <laughs> uh, I told my wife, I was like, when we, I said, I was like, when we get on the court, we're not husband and wife. Like, I played to win. <laughs> yeah, 
Damn right. And she goes, you need to calm down. I was like, you need to step up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Our first news article that we have is the UK loot box research says one in 10 young, uh, one in 10 young gamers fall into debt with 31% struggling to track spending. So uh, a study by the gambling health Alliance suggests young people are not only regularly spending on loot boxes, but struggling to keep track of how much they have spent. The organization, which was established by the Royal society for public health has released a new report based on survey of a 611 young people from England, Scotland, and Wales. 23% of 11 to 16 year olds said they had paid money to open loot boxes with 34% of all respondents saying that, sorry, saying they had first purchased them by the time they were 13 due to the lack of age restrictions on games containing the randomized monetization mechanic. The study found that 31% of young gamers say that they are unaware of how much they have spent on loot boxes, while 33% say they do now feel in console of their spending. When asked to estimate how much a loot box cost due to real money, uh, real money value being uh, obscured by virtual currencies, most estimated purchases to be worth between one and three pounds. Uh, is that the right? Yes, that is one the right. Yeah, it is pounds. Pound, yeah. Right? Okay. However, some reported a single loot box could cost up to as much as 20 pounds. 11% said they purchased loot boxes on a daily or weekly basis, with 27% claiming to spend monthly. Weekly spenders estimated they would pay as much as five, uh, 5 pounds per week or 260 pounds per year, while nearly 1 in 10 gamers said they spent between 11 pounds and 20, uh, 20 pounds per week, amounting to t- between 570 pounds and 1,040 pounds per year. 22% of respondents confirmed that they had spent over 100 pounds on loot boxes in addition to the purchase of the game itself. The report also explored the financial impact on spenders, with 13% claiming their loot box purchases had gotten them into debt, and 15% saying they had taken money from parents without permission. Once person, uh, one person claimed that they had resorted to crime to pay off debts, while three said they were, uh, they, their spending had forced their families to remortgage their That's homes. That's the ga- yeah. yeah. The Gambling Health Alliance released these results during a campaign to have loot boxes, loot boxes reclassified as gambling, something the Royal Society for Public Health also called for with a similar re- uh, report last year. The UK government recently closed a call for evidence around loot boxes ahead of a, re- of a review for the nation's gambling laws. The report particularly draws attention to the lack of age restrictions and in-game spending trackers, although notes that EA has now added the ladder system with uh, FIFA Playtime to help Ultimate Team users keep on top of their purchases. It also introduces family controls to limit spending. Quote, this is a welcome step in the right direction, the report said. We believe that the protective measures uh, like this should be introduced across all games containing loot boxes until they are recognized as gambling and removed from games played by under 18s, end quote. According to the survey, 79% of respondents who played FIFA said Ultimate Team's loot boxes negatively impacted their experience of the game. Reasons reasons ranged from the amount they felt they had to spend to play competitively, the poor odds for getting valuable players, and having to start over with a new release of FIFA. Following the launch of FIFA Playtime, 
Uh, Brendan Sinclair explored the problematic situation EA and FIFA are in, with Ultimate Team under intense scrutiny, but delivering more than a quarter of the publisher's revenues this, the last fiscal year. So loot boxes are still bad, right? That's what this is saying. Yeah. Loot boxes. Uh, are now we have numbers. Now we have numbers to go along with it. I I just remember like I had a former friend of mine had a had children, and the children would just play on the phone and play these these stupid like truck or bus games. Like the kid was obsessed with being a bus driver, and one day he goes to go buy groceries. Like he has everything. He was he was he was in the military. He buys grocery. He's getting ready to buy groceries. He's going to check out. He goes to swipe his car. His shit's declined. And it's like, what the fuck you mean? His shit's declined. I got paid today. It's like, nah, the shit's declined. He goes to check his bank account. There is like four hundred different transactions for anywhere between fifty cents to two dollars going to this one website because one of the kids grabbed his card. And just started buying shit off of like Roblox or whatever these stupid fucking online games are for loot boxes and other DLC. I would have lost my mind because that's the that's the money for food, right? That's that's how you eat for the next fifteen days. Yeah, like now you got to go to a food bank. Like it's it's absolutely insane that yeah you're not kids, gonna get your money back on that shit but yeah you, and you don't get your money back they're not gonna give you the money back you already nah. bought the product you nah. already opened the product it's done yep you're fucked yeah there's just nothing you can do absolutely nothing you can do and now we're seeing you can sell your kids <laughs> yeah, that's true so now now we're at the point where like we're seeing the repercussions of these kids that we're, we're saying like 25 percent are in some sort of debt to these fucking games where they're spending crazy amounts of money anywhere between 11 years old 11 where are you getting the money to be spending fucking 20 pounds a week on fucking loot boxes as an 11 i mean even if you think they had like you know mowing lawns or something where they had that if they are getting you know a weekly allowance or something like that that means all of that's going to mm -hmm. that i mean we even saw in the report that some of them admitted to stealing money from their parents to get this shit and, like and, that is that's a habit you know what and, that is a gambling habit and, and that's the interesting thing too about it because like i would figure like especially systems nowadays have some kind of protective like hey you're not allowed to input this information on there it has to be done by an adult type of thing so for it just goes to show also the disconnect between parents and kids and their gaming consoles like i feel like us as avid gamers know exactly the measures what we need to take to prevent something like this to happen but as to casual people who don't know anything about it and just buy the next game or system for their kids have at it the kids are just like you said are gonna just go oh here's a credit card i don't know the value of money this is what daddy uses to you know buy anything at the store i can do that too they don't know the concept younger kids don't mm -hmm. understand the concept of what money fucking is yeah I'm just imagining the because there's a lot of kids that grow up with like their grandparents, like something happened to where they don't have. That's an even bigger generational gap that's not going to understand what the fuck's going yep. on. It's now that there are numbers. The problem is FIFA's never going to let this die until it becomes illegal. They make way too much fucking money off of this shit. Yeah. They're going to run this shit until it goes into the ground and they're going to fight against it until they lose. 
And then they're going to have to figure something else out. It's just a really... We talk about dirty business practices. This is one of the fucking dirtiest ones. The crazy thing about it, too, is, though, is is it one of those things that's going to run out? Because it's been on... It's basically becoming a norm. Like, anything that comes out now basically is a microtransaction, a loot box or whatever. You expect these things from Mm -hmm. Call of Duty, sports games, um, uh, phone apps, and stuff like that. And I I feel like that's that's where it all began. The phone apps was basically the, the first microtransactions that alluded to something else and then the console generation decided to adapt to it and i think it was one of the worst things ever it sucks that you have to sometimes i hate it yeah it sucks that you sometimes have to pay for like dlc just to get the full story and you're like why 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 what happened to just release mega visions was talking about this earlier today and i chimed in on it it's just like it's ridiculous yeah what happened which one? Deserters? Azura's Wrath. Yeah. Oh, Azura's Wrath. Azura's Wrath. They locked the ending behind a $20 paywall. For DLC. As DLC. Yep. Like, absolutely fucking insane. And but, Chris paid it. So. <laughs> like, I, yeah, that's see, crazy. The thing is, it's like, on one hand, I'm not even mad at it in the sense where it's just like, okay, the, the loot boxes exist. And a lot of it comes down to, like, my own personal biases towards these types of games. I don't typically play games that have loot boxes. I don't, so I don't give a shit. And I know that I'm not going to go out there and spend that money, but, like, God forbid my son picks up, like, he's been ask, he's been asking for Minecraft. He got Minecraft a couple months ago. He's going to eventually going to go find some Roblox bullshit. He's going to find something that has loot boxes, and you best believe I'm putting, like, fucking blockers on goddamn everything because... Yeah. I don't need $5,000 to go down the drain because he wanted to trick out yeah. his fucking Lego warrior type bullshit out. Yeah. Like, I don't need that shit. The chat brought it up, too. It's just paying attention to what your children yes. are doing as well. Yeah. Yes. That's, like, yeah. like, the biggest thing that comes down to it. Do you know what your kids are fucking doing? Like, parent your children. Don't let electronics fucking parent exactly. your children. Yeah. Exactly. I think the, the I think the only downfall on that is, like, you just said right now, Chris, that like you don't play any any games that have any loot boxes or stuff like that. However, in the fighting realm, it sucks that Street Fighter V, like games like Street Fighter V have these like, hey, you want this stage? You want this costume? You Mm -hmm. want this? You have to pay for it. I don't care about grinding for it in-game to unlock it, but it sucks when I have to pay for some of these things. And even some of these Mm -hmm. things are like exclusive items, like seasonal items for like Evo, and I'm like... Bro, just let me enjoy the game. Give me everything without having but, to worry about it. I will say that I would much rather have that cosmetic stuff than, like Chat said, than putting or like Asura's Wrath. Yeah, where, like you got to pay this to get the rest yeah, of the game. Yeah, the, 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 like I would. Yeah, the cosmetic with, stuff. Yeah. Let's look what at what happened with Star Wars Battlefront Two, where they were putting like stat altering upgrades in yeah. these loot boxes where you pay. Two, three, four hundred dollars, a thousand dollars on these loot boxes just to unlock like high tier gear. That's fucked up. That shit is yeah. fucking wrong. Yeah. When it comes to cosmetics, I'm not mad at it. And when it on the yeah. topic of like fighting games and how they implement their DLC or like if it ever comes in the future, their loot boxes. I kind of fight with kids' gloves when it comes to fighting game companies. And that that's that's a personal thing. And it's largely because yeah. Fighting game companies don't make a lot of money. They make a game. They put it out there. How else do they make money 
thereafter. There's no like 20 hour story. There's no DLC yeah. that they can add to the story like you can with like an open world first open world single player adventure. Or it's not a you can't really do a uh, games as service because it's a fighting game. It's a one on one fight. You can't really do a lot of that with all these other multiplayer games. So how do they make their money? They have to do yeah. it through the cosmetics. They have to do it with the character packs. They have to do it through the stages. And that takes development. That takes development time. And then on top of that, you're constantly rebalancing every couple of months so that you don't have a fucking situation where one set of characters is so out overpowered that it completely tips the meta because fighting games are a competitive sport, a competitive esport. Kind of what's going on with compete. Tekken. Exactly. The shit that goes on with Tekken where there has to be like constant rebalancing issues. Remember that yeah. one season where Leroy was just fucking stupid? Mm-hmm. That was an issue. Yeah. You mean T-Pain? Yeah, yeah T-Pain. So I, mean, <laughs> so, I mean, like, when it when it comes to the realm of fighting games, like, I give them the benefit of, a de- of the doubt in certain cases. Because they got to make they it. They have but to but make you're, money you, you, you are right in that because it is completely different things. When it comes down to cosmetics and additional things that don't actually – it'd be – that don't actually – stop you from progressing through the game it'd be a whole lot different if you're just like hey i just bought this 60 dollars game but guess what ryu and ken can use their hadouken until you pay five bucks okay like, what like do you stupid mean shit like that yeah like if they were blocking yeah, yeah. specials or like say they were saying like hey you can unlock this alternative move and it does it has like, or you can unlock this one costume that constantly refills your special or, or, yeah, yeah dumb shit like that like no fuck that. yeah yeah, fuck you. So, loot boxes are bad, okay? So, <laughs> stole my joke. I hate you. Loot boxes are right, man. Oh, my God. All right, Eddie, you're up. I'm up. Uh, yeah, and to talk in, in some very, very deep, sad news in the wrestling community, uh, AEW star Brody Lee dies at the age of 41. And this one, my God, dude, this one just really hit because it was only about a month ago that we saw him wrestle i want to say it was even before thanksgiving but yeah pro wrestling star Brody lee died saturday all elite wrestling announced he announced he was 41 lee whose real name is john huber died of a non-covid 19 related lung issue according to his wife amanda's instagram account huber previously worked under the name luke harper in wwe the all elite wrestling family is heartbroken the promotion said in a statement in an industry filled with good people, John Huber was exceptionally respected and beloved in every way. A fierce and captivating talent, a thoughtful mentor, and simply a very kind soul that starkly contradicted his persona as Mr. Brody Lee. John's love for his wife Amanda and children Brody and Nolan was evident to all of us who were fortunate to spend time with him, and we send our love and support to his beautiful family today and always. John's popularity among his peers an influence on the wrestling world was worldwide and transcended AEW. So this loss will be felt by many for a long time. <sighs> we were privileged at AEW to call John Huber a brother, a friend, and one of our own. His wife also shared a statement on Instagram along with photos of Huber with her and their two sons. My best friend died today, she wrote. I never wanted to write out those words. My heart is broken. The world saw him as the amazing Brody Lee, formerly known as Luke Harper, but he was my best friend, my husband, and the greatest father you would ever meet. No words can express the love I feel or how broken I am right now. He passed 
surrounded by loved ones after a hard-fought battle with a non-COVID-related lung issue. The Mayo Clinic is literally the best team of doctors and nurses in the world who surrounded me with constant love. John Huber's character had not wrestled on AEW TV since losing the TNT Championship to Cody Rhodes on October 7th on AEW Dynamite. So it was a little over a month, a little yeah. bit mm-hmm. more than a month, yeah. and reportedly sustained an ankle injury. He debuted with the company in early March as the Exalted One and leader of the Dark Order faction. I can't express my love and admiration for the way All Elite Wrestling has treated not only my husband, but myself and my kids, his wife wrote. Margaret Stalvi, Meg... Megali Girl 10, American Nightmare Cody, The Brandy Rhodes, Nick Jackson, Matt Jackson, Kenny Omega, Tony Khan, and the rest of the team at AEW have helped keep me standing and pick up all the broken pieces. I've been surrounded by so much love and incredible people. I can't tag them all, but they know who they are, and I don't think they will ever know how thankful I am for them. Huber, a Rochester, New York native, also wrestled in WWE from 2012 to 2019 as a member of the Wyatt family and then the Bludgeon Brothers tag team with Eric Rowan. WWE also sent a statement of condolence. WWE is saddened to learn that John Huber, known to WWE fans as Luke Harper, passed away today at age 41. The statement read, Known as both Luke Harper and Brody Lee in the ring, Huber found success in every stop of his own sports entertainment career as his soft-spoken yet imposing presence helped him create countless awe-inspiring moments in the ring. After a highly decorated run on the independent circuit, Harper debuted in NXT as a menacing enforcer of the Wyatt family. Harper had a dominant tag team run with Rowan that would lay the groundwork for future championship success. I'm so deeply sorry for the loss of John Huber, Stephanie McMahon, WWE's chief brand officer, wrote on Twitter. We bonded over the love of our children. He was true. He was a true family man. Rest in peace, Brody Lee. I believe uh, Way Bryant also uh, recently put out a tweet. I believe yeah, today. Yeah, Bray Bray Wyatt's tweet uh, really hurt, man. When I read it, dude. Bray Wyatt. I'm sorry, yeah. I got it backwards. No, no you're good. You're good. That's who I remember him from. That's when I when I first saw. I was like, who the fuck is this Wyatt family? Yeah. And I I had to look it up, and I'm just like, and I I I spent a, l- a good amount, a couple hours yesterday, just kind of like reading up on it because I knew Eddie, you would want to talk about this. And uh, this dude, man, he was a good guy. Like, he was just a good person. Yeah. And you don't get many of those people anymore. And 41, man, like, we're all three of us are creeping up on that. And it, it kind of like like you said earlier, like, like yesterday, it hits really close to home. Because, mm-hmm. Eddie, I believe you're older than the all, uh, us. Two. Not, not only not only in that sense that it, it hits close to home on my end because I'm 35 and about to, you know, I'm only six years away from that. But it's what 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 really hit close to me is because he was forty one and my dad passed away. I mentioned this before at the age of forty six. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. just really like rough, man. Like that shit sucks. And to just hear about a, what of a wonderful character person he was, it just it just sucks. And you see it, man. Like you saw his talent in WWE. And you saw that WWE really didn't do much with him. They gave him everything that they could. And then at one point said, hey, it is what it is. And he was released. But AEW was like the... They put a rocket on him, man. And he was just ready to go beyond places. And he was showcasing it 110%. So it's just so unfortunate that he was taken away so soon. And now it makes sense why he dropped the bell and why, you know, they kept him away from TV. Because you don't want... If he's already had an issue... If he already had an issue, then you didn't want him to be exposed to COVID. 
you yeah. know what I mean, and and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I think I think what made it really, um, what made it just kind of really rough on the whole thing with him was that uh, it just, like I said, he was at the he was at the apex of his career right now. He was the leader of an order. He came in strong. People loved him, and now he's gone. You know. This reminds me a lot of the Chadwick Boseman story. Yeah, as well. I was going to say that. Like, you you know that you know that Brody, or I'm sorry, that uh, Huber knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know this wasn't something that just happened. Yeah, like he knew, like sh- stuff was going bad. Probably even back in October yeah. when he lost that battle. And, and it's interesting. And, it's interesting uh, that you bring that up because there was actually a podcast like a week right after he lost the title. And he was just like, I'm not feeling well. Like, I am not all there. Something is wrong, yeah. and I just can't figure out what it is. And so yeah. for that to happen, and then, you know, yeah, it's just like Chadwick Boseman. Like, they kind of knew, but they still put on. And he still did his thing, like, daily. He was still doing his thing. One of the one of the things that he did is, like, every day he would always post the same thing. He'd be like, it's Sunday. You know what that means. No context. That was what's yeah. No reference. Yeah. No nothing. And that's all he would do. So like that's what everybody's doing now. It's like f- to honor him. It's just, it's just it's very unfortunate, man. It's a huge, huge hit to the wrestling community. And um, two kids too, man. Yeah. Like that was. And his son was his biggest fan, yeah. man. Like I looked at some of that stuff. Huge into it. Yeah. I saw today too. I don't know. I don't know when this picture was taken. I think it might have been today. And I don't know if his kids know yet but i think there was a picture of jr jr took his kid out to i think some kind of game or something like that and uh that's just rough man yeah that that's gonna be if his his kids don't know yet that's gonna be the worst because you're basically you have to destroy your kids world yeah like you have to tell them, and, that. and not, not, but you can't not tell. Yeah, them. and not only that, but it's just like you look at it how it's happening here and everything that's going on. That it's the holiday season. Twenty twenty's already been a bitch, you know what I mean? And it's just like the one thing that you kind of just want to look forward to is the end of the year to make sure that everything's okay. And then this happens day after Christmas. Yeah, that that means their whole Christmas day they were like, this is gonna happen. Like they know this is like. He he had to have been hitting going down south yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, just kills me. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that Jr. picture. I think he took him out to the Jaguars game, and that's what they were doing. They were just hanging out at the Jaguar Stadium and watching yeah. that stuff. And um, you know, it's unfortunate because you know it, this is one of those tragedies. And you know, your son, you know, his son's gonna get into wrestling. He's gonna try to be and live up to his dad and try to do that. And I mean, if AEW is a company that's still around, it's gonna be one of those things where they're gonna do everything in their power to make sure they can help him out. And I mean, it, yeah. it Brody Brody Lee, John Huber. It's it's so interesting because a lot of people also in the pop culture scene, in the pop culture scene, um, that's how he got his name. He got his name because a lot of people thought he looked like Adrian Brody from Mallrats, and yeah. So so he yeah. went with Brody and Jason Lee Lee. So Brody Lee. That's what people were calling him in the indies, and that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. You said Adrian Brody. I was like, no, it, I don't think it was Adrian Brody. But the character's name in that movie, his name, Jason Lee's character was Brody. Yeah. So Brody. Oh yeah. Lee. So, so yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Brody Bruce, that was his name, not Adrian Brody. Yeah, Brody Bruce, and um, yeah. but yeah, his Jason Lee's character was on there, and so it's just it's crazy because that's kind of surrounded. And I remember when I saw it too, I was just like, this this guy does look like Jason Lee. 
But I mean, and, and he was far, he was like one of the latest, like what we call in the wrestling community, a hoss. Like he was a big hoss. Like the dude was just a dominant. He a big boy. Yeah, he was just a dominant force. And it's just going back to what Vince McMahon and, and we were talking about. Vince McMahon didn't see him as a suit wearing guy. He's like, no, you're more of like a, a swamp thing kind of guy. And you know, with a Southern draw. And he's like, dude, I'm from Rochester, New York. I don't have a Southern yeah. accent. Like we can see this picture. He fills out a suit really nicely. Yeah. So <laughs> it was, it was just a very interesting take on what he was doing with his character in AEW. But yeah, it's, it's a very, very hard hit, man. And it just, uh, yesterday when I was just kind of hanging out and I heard the news and I was talking to my buddy about it, I just couldn't believe it. I mean, 41 is a very young age is a very extremely young age and it just yeah it just it's unfortunate man it's rough it is the i mean we hope the best for him and his fan or his family definitely yeah because it's gonna be it's gonna be hard it's gonna be really mm-hmm. hard and uh i hate for any kid to have to go through that any family to yeah. have to go through that so I mean, 2020 is a bitch. It had to take one more, but it sucks. Yeah. But we, I, I mean, me, I don't, I'm not as big into the wrestling scene as you guys are, Chris. I don't think you're as big as, uh, as, uh, as Eddie is, but I think here at Scrubbers, we can say, you know, rest in peace, yeah. Brody. And yeah, definitely looking for good things for your family. No, so. absolutely, man. Sucks. All right. All right, Chris, you're kind on of deck. hard to segue from something like that, but <laughs> it's a little rough. It it's a little hard, but I mean, fuck it. We got to do it. Last bit of news. CD Projekt is facing a class action lawsuit over Cyberpunk 2077. CD Projekt SA is facing a legal battle over Cyberpunk 2077 as Rosen Law Firm today earlier announced that it had filed a class action lawsuit against the company alleging executives lied to their investors about the state of the game on the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4 systems. The suit claims that CD Projekt management failed to disclose the game was virtually unplayable on consoles due to an enormous number of bugs resulting in Sony pulling the digital version from the game, for digital version of the game from sale and Microsoft and other sellers offering refunds for Cyberpunk 2077 purchases. Defendants' statements about its business operations and prospects were materially false and misleading and or lacked a reasonable basis for all the relevant times, quoted by the firm. When the true details entered the market, the lawsuit claims that the investors suffered extreme damages. Rosen does not currently have a lead plaintiff for the suit and is asking CD Projekt's shareholders interested in joining the suit to fill out a form online. Rosen's suit in the U.S. may not be the only such action CD Projekt faces, as the Polish attorney, as a Polish attorney, also said that he is considering a suit against the company in its home country. That shit is getting real. That's this is going to be an ongoing mm-hmm. development throughout, you know, the beginning and probably most of 2021 because we know how lo- long lawsuits and all the fucking government paper trail and all that shit can go. It's just unfortunate for like, that's the thing, and I think Chris and Eddie agrees too that it's just unfortunate for the developers and the artists and the writers, like for all this shit, because it's gonna trickle down to affect. Them. Yeah, they're, they're the ones who are the true fucking victims of the situation. Like I understand, we they as really consumers, are. you know, you could say what you want about it, how we were promised something that didn't deliver. This this is these people's mm-hmm. livelihoods, and it was put into jeopardy by the the hubris of the executives over at CD project that they just felt it was, it's very similar to how 
Bioware approached their games post Dragon Age uh, Inquisition. They're just going to run that yep. Bioware magic and they're just going to push it out. Yeah, it worked the first time, but then you had you Mass lucky. Effect Andromeda and then you had Anthem. Ooh. Two games that are virtually fucking unplayable. You know? Like it took so much of your resources. It is what it is. And you, you end up paying for it in the long run. They're still fixing Anthem 2.0. It's not ready. And they've gone through how many fucking developers to fix that shit? Cyberpunk 2077 is in the same boat. You know? Only the people who have, like, high-end PCs can run that fucking game. Even people who are running it on PS5 and Xbox Series X are having difficulty running that game because of just how fucking broken it is. They had a, they had a glitch that would delete your save data if your save file was over 8 megabytes. I mean, seriously. So if you were looting, if you were looting shit, nonstop, yeah. If you were you constantly were looting, you were done. Your file would have been fucking Which, corrupted. Like me, when I played MMOs, I never got rid of shit. So like, I'd have been fucked because I loot everything. Yeah. So the it's crazy. I think that what ends up happening is like, do I think that this is going to be the beginning of the end for CD Projekt? No, I do not. We talked no. last week no. that this is like all the goodwill the CD Projekt had built between GOG and their development team uh, was lost in a fucking weekend. They can still fix it and they can still make yeah. money, but they have to make money they with the mindset that, hey, we're probably going to have to pay these people. We're pro I don't know if they got a leg to stand on when it comes to facing down the class action lawsuit so they need to prepare so that they don't go under from this fucking lawsuit because if they go bankrupt True. it's it's over everything that you had previously pretended that you stood for before you became a fucking corporate shill you, you gotta you gotta go find that shit you, you need to you need what? to fix it you need to unfuck it and you need to to recognize the efforts of your fucking developers man what scares me is, like you said a minute ago, the hubris of the CEOs and the higher-ups. If they're smart, they're going to do a settlement, get it taken care of, and then move forward. But if their hubris and their ego is too big, they're going to try and fucking fight yeah. it. Don't, I don't know. They've kind of been backpedaling a lot of shit that's been going on. They've they've definitely been That's doing good, that. I mean, so my 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 yeah. issue with this whole thing, honestly, is just that like I understand that CD Projekt Red is in the hot seat for you know release the game plays well on pcs and the game plays decent on ps5 and xbox x series or whatever um it's the older console generation that just kind of seems to be having issues with it what what i kind of dislike though about this whole thing is that pre-launch pre-launch everybody was just on cyberpunk's nuts like it's gonna be the best game ever because as phoenix guard said the witcher 3 was amazing and this and this and that and blah 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 blah. and i kept telling people but what if it's not what if it's yeah. not like expectations were yeah here. yeah what if it's not and it's just like you guys are holding this to a whole new standard like it's gonna be the holy grail of gaming oh it's got keanu reeves I don't care if it's got Keanu Reeves in it. I've seen Keanu Reeves in his uh, performance on here, and it's not the greatest either. It's actually, honestly, some of the worst shit I've seen from him. And it just goes to show that 
you and, and that's the thing that like frustrates me with with the fans is that like you guys were holding it to an expectation and then it didn't land so your first thing is to just basically cancel the game and hate on it and rip on it and just do everything cancel culture is kind of a bitch yeah. sometimes and i've said it before because like i told people like this reminds me of when assassin's creed unity came out on the xbox one and ps4 that people were like, this is a broken game, blah, 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 blah. It's unplayable. Ubisoft refund us money. I had a freaking great time playing Assassin's Creed Unity. Things like that didn't fucking affect me at all. Like, oh, there's a glitch here and there. I was like, oh, it's cool. Like, whatever. I don't trip out on it. Chris just shit his pants in, 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 in anger <laughs> and surprise. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's just like, it's, 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 you can't be mad at it if you, if, hey, Chris, to each their own. Yeah. You can't be mad at it if you put yourself up there for it. You know what I mean? It's, it's unfortunate. It sucks. I'm not saying that Project Red isn't at any fault, but as the fans also got to be like, yo, maybe we kind of did push this put this a little bit up there you know what i mean go ahead chris <laughs> i was there when the old magic was written are you sure that you played fucking assassin's creed unity oh yeah i'm sure played, yeah 100 what did you what did, what did what did you play it on on the xbox one you didn't face through walls you didn't see like the insides of characters like Dude, I am impressed I with how fleshed out the frames are on Dude, some of these no. people because it was like watching a fucking cadaver. Watching these NPCs split in half, seeing their faces open Dude. up. Bro. It's, it's one of it's one of the things Mom and Dad are I've, fighting again. <laughs> did you did it's, you unlock it's... the skill where you immediately launch to the fucking top of uh of the skyscraper? Nope. Were, but that happened. But no. But that happened to me in Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, rightfully so. Be angry at that. <laughs> okay. But even but even then, when things like that happen, like I said, it's it didn't look. My my Assassin's Creed Unity experience was phenomenal. Like I played okay. the game. I had no issues. I think it crashed on me once, and that was it. But it's not like I'm gonna be like, oh, what the hell, you know? Like it just. But it's it's it didn't get delisted from store. Yeah, it didn't get delisted from store. But that's what it comes down to. Like I said, it just depends on how you look. Kojima can announce the next Metal Gear game. Phantom no, Pain won't. is, a, yeah, Phantom Pain is a good one. Is a good example. People will hate on that game, and it's just no, he can't. And, and he can't, right? People will hate on Phantom Pain because it's like the worst game of the series. It just didn't like blah 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 whatever. I still enjoyed it. I'm not gonna fucking. I, I love the pa Phantom Man, Pain. Man, it's all that really matters yeah. when it comes. Down yeah, to I, I, and, and and then the thing about it is, it's just like that's what we gotta understand is that these people are putting all their time and effort trying to do. Who am I to be like, yo, I I couldn't do half of the stuff that Project Red is doing. So who am I to complain about the game they're giving me, the game that they're that I'm privileged to play, that I chose to buy, and that's what I told people. You don't have to buy it day one, but everybody wanted to be on it. There's even people that were telling me about uh, FOMO is apparently a thing. Yeah. Fear of missing out. And yeah. I'm like, the hell? Like, how is that even a thing? Like, yeah, it's the whole it's the whole the whole mentality behind social media. Yeah. It's like the fear of missing out. It's the whole like, oh, it, it's not on social media. So it didn't happen. So but. It's almost like us, us as we as a society are broken the fuck up is what we are. <laughs> yeah. And human beings are the worst thing to ever happen to planet mm -hmm. Earth. 
Oh, I just no. think, yeah, I just think, I mean, like I, like I said, it's just one of those things where I think, like, CD Projekt Red is definitely in the hot seat for sure. Does it deserve a Clash Axton lawsuit? I don't know about all that noise. Um, but at the same time, it's one of those things where, like, hey, you should have known better, CD Projekt Red, and you should have stated this doesn't work well on PS4s, and maybe it shouldn't have been a PS4 or Xbox One original release. Put it on for the next generation. That's why these consoles are there. You should have focused on next yeah. gen and then worked on the older yeah. stuff. Or vice versa. Don't do it all at the same fucking yep. time. Oh, no. I, I think that the class action lawsuit is very much valid. 100%. Because I've seen gameplay from the base PS4, base Xbox One, and it is abhorrent. It's really, really bad. Motherfuckers who have higher-end PCs, like I do, like, I have no problems with the game. I have one issue, one single issue, and that is the frame rate problems that I experience in certain, certain cutscenes. But outside of that, I have no problem with the game. Does that exonerate them? No, because there there is still, like, Twitter threads, like, just showing all of the unused, broken assets in in cyberpunk people who have like decent rigs can't run the game properly i have like an upper echelon like higher end rig that's probably the reason why i'm not having an issue but i know a motherfucker he's got a 1080 he's got two 1080s and he's fucking getting launched into the fucking air indefinitely can't load the game because every single time he does he falls from his car and he dies like how do you fix that How, how do you fix that that falls on the developer the class action lawsuit is mainly for the shareholders because they feel that they were lied to. What can you do to the consumer base? You can give them refunds. You can tell them to hang on and we'll fix it. It This could turn around and just be another happy, uh, Hello Games situation where what's that, what's that space game that came out uh, a couple years ago? No Man's Sky. No Man's oh, Sky yeah, yeah, was yeah, yeah. nothing yeah. as it was promised. Nothing yeah. as it was promised. But... After two, three years, they fixed it. They brought everything that they had promised, they put into the game. And then they did more. Cyberpunk could be another situation like that. But and I, it, and takes I, I, yeah, it takes time. It takes time to get there. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. I think that definitely Cyberpunk can be a very, a very, very uh, similar story to No Man's Sky. I just think, once again, it's one of those things that was held to a higher expectation by the fan base, just simply based off of The Witcher 3. And look, from a guy who played The Witcher 3 for 20 hours, I love Geralt of Rivia, but I hate The Witcher game. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. It's just... Geralt, Geralt, to me, I related to Geralt because I was like, oh, man, this is the... He's the magical version of Solid Snake. Like, that's how I saw him. But... When Cyberpunk was talked about and things like that, I just couldn't get behind it. And I told people, I was like, look, just don't hold it to a high expectation. But I'll be the first one to tell you, I can't wait until somebody decides to sell their collector's edition for 50 bucks because I will buy it. I will buy it. I will buy it. And then the PlayStation 5 version comes out, I will pick it up. And I will play it. I will. I will one hundred and ten percent play. It's just. It, it's. I feel like. I'll wait for the game of the yeah, year. Edition. Exactly. <laughs> I just genuinely feel that. I just genuinely feel that Cyberpunk. It started off rough. It's gonna get good. People on PC are enjoying it. So, it's just unfortunate, man. Cyber uh, CD Project Red really needed to. 
really, really needed to focus on the older console generation or just completely say, hey, there's other companies that have done it. We're not releasing an old generation. We're going to focus on PS5 and Xbox One X and PC. Yep. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm sorry, but we want to give you the game that we want you to play, that you're going to be able to play, and let's focus our energy on that. But you released it for technically five different platforms. Xbox, Xbox One X, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, PC. It's it's bound to struggle. I, I, wholeheartedly, I wholeheartedly believe that if they were to focus just on the whole time, if they were focusing on next gen and PC, they could have made this a launch release. My my rebuttal to that is that there had been so much time and so much money spent on Cyberpunk as it was. Because remember, this game, I think that this game got announced back in 2014. It was during I think it was during the year or the year after The Witcher 3 got all of its accolades and shit like that. And they said CD Projekt is working on a new new game and it had already been in development since 2012. That's eight years of development hell where they had spent all this money on there. They had to put it on prior on on last gen consoles in order to recoup some of that money back. Because look what happened. It's impossible to get a next gen console. You know, say what you will about PCs, but like what percentage of PC gamers are actually running high end rigs? Not yeah. the majority. I'm in the minority. No. You know, how many people but... out there have PS5s and Xbox Series X's? Those are the only console versions that are fucking working. <laughs> yeah, Eddie, you're in the fucking minority. We don't yeah. have that shit. So they had to make that money somehow. And the vast majority but... of people on console <laughs> have last gen console platforms. Yeah. But in the long run, and I get where you're coming from, because in a perfect world where this launch would have been great, they would have made a shit ton of money. But now, how much money are they going to lose because of all this shit yeah. now? It should have been delayed. It should have been. Yeah. Well, it should have been delayed. Let, let the haters let the yeah. haters talk shit about another delay yeah. and make a good quality yeah. game. It should have been delayed, and they wanted to do it. They pushed it back to November, and then they said no December. And no, they were in every right should have been delayed to like January or February to make sure that they got the stuff down. And it's unfortunate. It's just genuinely unfortunate, man. And I, I mean, I hear the development hell process too because yeah, originally I think it was announced in 2012. Mm -hmm. So it's been like eight, seven to eight years. But things change. It's like I said, like if Nintendo, if Nintendo can be like, hey, Super Metroid or uh, Metroid Prime 4 it's been announced and then they're like we're, we fucked up guys, I'm sorry we're gonna go ahead and just start over from scratch literally restart from scratch people are gonna buy the game no matter what Cyberpunk hat, I'm gonna buy it yeah I'm not I am not a Metroid fan. I by any means I've talked about this on my stream when I freaking played Super Metroid and I told people how much I hate this. It's I understand that it's a game that like people love and it's just never been for me, but you bet your ass that when Metroid Prime 4 comes out, I'm going to buy it and then if they release an HD collection for the Switch, I'm going to buy it cuz I support them. Cyberpunk could have done the same thing. CD Projekt Red could have done the same thing and people would have still bought it. And I, I told... My, my sister just picked up... Her husband just picked up uh, an Xbox Series S for for her as a late mm. Christmas present. And I told her why. Why the Xbox Series S? 
it's the obsolete system. It'll be dead in two years. It's not going to play any of the games that you want. It's basically having a, a newer Xbox One, you know? Yep. And so, and she's just like, well, it's free. And I'm like, I get it, but it's a worthless system. It's a pointless system. And so if you're trying to run, if you're trying to run Cyberpunk on that, it's just, that's what I'm saying. CD Projekt Red should have just really like, hey, sorry guys, old console generation, all your PS4 ones are going to be a beefed up. All your collector ones are going to be beefed up to the PS5 if you still want it. If you don't, that's cool. I get it. People would have still bought it. People would have been happy. And eventually they would have gotten to play the game that they really wanted to play. I don't know, man. They they could have just delayed bow, 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 bow. The, the last gen <laughs> till February because that's what they have it set to. They yeah. have it set that they're planning on pushing out a patch for last gen in February to unfuck it. It sucks. Monster Hunter did it. I don't know, dude. Monster Hunter World released on P on consoles, and then six months later they got the PC version because they had to get the PC version fixed right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people that I know double dipped. I double dipped one hundred percent. I double dipped two times with Monster Hunter World and yeah. Iceborne. I quadruple dipped. <laughs> <laughs> Quad dip. <laughs> You don't want me at your parties around your chips and dip. So that's you're all I'm saying. I hate you. So fuck you. You're my friend. What does that say about you're you? Pretty, pretty terrible. No, but but you're, you're but you're but you're absolutely right. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like if companies like Nintendo, companies like Rockstar, can actually do this as well too. That just—I mean—Rockstar is notorious. How much money has GTA Five made? Rockstar? Oh my god! So much fucking oh money. Oh my god. There's no. They just recently had another thing come out, didn't they? Yeah. Some kind of yeah. yeah. They just re- yeah. They just released another expansion, and and also, and that's the other thing too that you got to consider. It's just like that's what it takes. Like this game came out technically two console generations ago. Technically, it originally came out for the Xbox 360 and the PS3, yeah. and then PS4 and Xbox One, and now it's available on the PS5. Mm-hmm. Like. They're getting their money's worth on it. They're getting their money's worth on it because they know. And they have microtransactions too, but they don't enforce them. They're just there if you want them to. So the video game companies and shareholders, I get it. But, like, there has to be – I just don't know, man. GTA GTA 5 came out in 2013. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I've heard a lot of, like, a lot of people in Russia still play GTA 5 a shit. I still play GTA 5. That's one game. I've GTA Five is a really good game. Really good campaign. Yeah, really good. I I have yeah. the entire. Oh, that's a lie. I have played it a little bit. I think. Yeah. So. Anyway, that's it for the news. Hey. Is that all we got, boys? That is, that is all, all of the so. news. We're gonna move on to. We're gonna wind things down. Move on to our questions section. Ah, uh, the questions. So questions. Which I was worried we didn't have any when we started the yeah, podcast. Yeah, no, it all so. it all came through. Mr. Haro asks, what would you say was your 2020 gaming moment? One thing that stands out as your favorite or most memorable part of this year. We went over that in the beginning. We did. But you know what? Yep. To, to to add something to it that I me- I didn't mention before, because I know you guys were talking about, you guys did a little charity event, too, that you guys almost hit some really high numbers, right? Is that what you guys mentioned earlier? Uh, we mm-hmm. hit 2,000. Yeah. yeah, we raised about... Yeah, yeah and yeah. so, and, and to me, that, I've only dabbled in the whole charity thing for the last two months, and I was able... Aside from aside from the Final Fantasy moment that I had uh, with remake and the raids and all that stuff, I think it was very honestly good that I was able to set up a charity event on my own to raise awareness for uh, men's mental health in the month of November, but also the Toys for Tots 
in December that I did in collaboration with Emerald Pixie has honestly been one of the most rewarding moments because we both thought, you know, as small streamers, we're like, we can probably do 500, right? Like 250 each, like blah, 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 blah. We're like, I don't know, maybe we could do 125 each and stuff like that. And in the end, we were close to 900 bucks. Mm-hmm. So that was for sure, Mr. Haru. Feels pretty yeah, good, fuck, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, dude. Like that that to us was just honestly like well, we told you. Like I mean, like I me and her, we talked about it, we discussed about it and but that was honestly this whole journey that I've been on has just very has been it very very rewarding. It's one of the things I take from Arnold. Arnold Schwarzenegger has said it, do the work, give back to the community, and make sure everybody grows together. And I I do that's that's no, Eddie, that's socialism. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Don't take that out of context. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> but, but, I mean, that's what I mean, dude. It's just like I, I want to use this platform as a means to give back to people. I've helped out plenty of people become affiliate. And, you know, I just – I, I that's, that's one of the most rewarding things that, that we honestly had that we were able to raise such funds for the Toys for Tots, especially in 2020. Um, it just, it's, it's, it's very, very satisfying. Very felt, it felt good. Good shit. Right on. That's, that's how we feel every year with the mega visions. One. Yeah. Right. Do you have anything else that you want to add Corey? Nah, I mean the, yeah. uh, the big, what was it? The, your 2020 gaming moment. Nah. Yeah. That was, that would have to be something like that. My twenty, actually no, my twenty twenty gaming moment is when I beat Chris at Super Mario sixty four. So okay. <laughs> I'm gonna be a piece That's of fine. shit. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you got that? <laughs> no, that that's the troll one. You that's the that. troll one. No, it, it was raising almost two grand with uh, yeah. Mega Vision. So that, that was. was really let's cool. talk. Let's talk Super Mario sixty four though. What, what, okay. Are, are we gonna okay. have a three way race here now? Because I'm in. I mean, we, we can do, do it. it. Or you could just go against the the the, the victor. Oh, Chris wants to go at it again. <laughs> that was rough. That was really rough. What was it? Was it? I was at least twenty stars ahead of you at one point. You were like, "Fuck!" Was this. it? Was it a hundred and twenty star run or just uh, to the end? No, just beat the no, game. No, we just did 70. 70, 70 stars beat the game. Okay. Yeah. No speed run tactics. No glitches. Even though Chris at the end was like, "I'm backwards, back, I'm <laughs> backwards, long jumping up." Was that pitch. was that one run that you guys did one stream or was it? Yeah, multiple? that was one stream. Yeah, we, we did, did it in four in, hours. Uh, right under what was it? You like, did it in four hours? Yeah, it was around yeah. three three hours and forty minutes. I think is what my time clock okay. in at. Good so. to know. Also, if we do these, they're blind playthroughs. You don't get. To you can't them. say blind anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Fuck! You're right. <laughs> What's the term now? First playthrough. Uh, visually yeah, impaired. First visually impaired. <laughs> You're a piece of shit. Visually challenged. What? It's not the five-letter word I can't say. Oh, my God. Holy Fucking shit. Fuck. Next question. What is one game you're looking forward to in the year that hopefully won't be as shitty as uh, 2020 was? Final Fantasy VII Remake looking Part forward. 2. <laughs> Is that coming out? <laughs> yeah, you year? think that's coming out in 2021? I hope, so. I hope so. I'm looking forward to the Yacht Club game, the the Cyber Ninja. Game. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That one's gonna be really actually. Fun. Like I'm looking up some of it, and I ha- I got a few. I got a few of them. One Far Cry Six. I hope Far Cry Six delivers. Oh yeah, because I love uh, Gustavo yep, Giancarlo. Giancarlo is my shit. Mm-hmm. I've also, only played one Far Cry game, and that was Blood none. Dragon. 
Bloodline. Bloodline. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and 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 I loved it because it was all super 80s and fucking... Mm-hmm. Of course. I, yeah. of course ah, shit, Solid Unit is right. Monster Hunter Rise. You're excited about that. Fuck you. You two are playing it. <laughs> I, I might now. I might now. <laughs> yeah, you have yeah. to. Yeah, you have okay. to. Chris, you said I got to get in on a Monster yes. Hunter game at the bottom yes. level. This is the bottom yes, level. Yes, I did say that. I did say that. God, the weapon. The weapon. They've been showing off the weapon trailers. They hammer and hunting horn like make my dick rock hard is all I have to say. Woo! Like they gave like maneuverable aerial maneuverability to the fucking hammer. Like it's ridiculous. Um, I'll be there. I guess <laughs> I'll be there. Uh, Resident Evil Village, another game that I'm hoping does not turn out to be fucking shit. And uh, last one that I was that I was seeing here, Horizon Forbidden West. I love Zero Dawn. Oh yeah, Zero Dawn is so fucking good. So I need to play uh, that. It, no, hold on, I, chat, I, I, chat. I, chat yeah, yes, I, I own it. You don't even don't have, have to bet the ten bucks. I will be a great sword main. That's just my personality. That is my. What's personality. funny is when we played World, he was like, "Let me try this great sword." And I was like, "It's pretty fun." <laughs> <laughs> they made that shit super fast too. It's ridiculous. I, yeah, anyway. no, I, I, um, if anything, honestly, if anything, because I can't really think of any, I, I'm not a monster her, I'm not a monster her, I'm not a monster hunter world kind of guy. Um, I have it now because of the PlayStation Plus or whatever. I should be able to play it. I'll play it for you guys, but out of all the games that I'm looking forward to, it'd be, it's probably the Saga Frontier remaster that they're doing. Okay, it's an it's an obscure RPG, and yeah, it's an obscure RPG, and no, it no, came no. out of yeah. nowhere. And honestly, that's that's Chris probably knows. the only one that I'm like, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm gonna pick it up for the Switch. I hope they do a physical copy. I mean, it'd be like if the Legend of Dragoon. Dragoon. We cannot talk today. Uh, I can't. We've been talking for three fucking hours. <laughs> If that came out, us three would be like, fuck it. Everyone else is like, I've never what? played Legend of Dragoon. I've never played Legend of Dragoon. Yeah. Well, fix your fucking internet and you know what to play. So. <laughs> yeah. I've never played. No, there's the three-way race. Oh, I will yeah. fuck you up again. Fuck you. <laughs> you sabotage my You sabotage my hardware, you From five states shit. away. I sabotage your, your fucking. Yeah, you work for okay. the government. Okay. So- it fine. all makes sense. It all makes sense. That's <laughs> fine. That's all fine. Oh, uh, Scotty Mo asks, what is your personal favorite streaming moment from 2020? In before Sonic Shuffle? No. Not Sonic Shuffle. No. Mine was the reaction we got when I played Ill Bleed on the marathon. Yeah, that was pretty dope. There were so many, including Graham, was like, what the hell? What the heck? What the heck? And the whole chat was just, I have a clip of it where when the ending of that chapter happens, everyone just goes, what, 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 what the fuck is going on in this game? I love showing Ill Bleed to people that don't know what Ill Bleed is. I don't know. My I don't know. I don't know what Ill Bleed is. I have no idea what Ill Bleed is. Ill Bleed is a Dreamcast horror game. And it is very love unique. It. Very, very, very unique. You have to play with a walkthrough. I, I, walk like, I, I feel like that's probably, like, here's the thing, right? It's, like, one of the things. I will play Ill Bleed because what was that ninja game that you kept 
posting oh, around. Oh, uh, Ninja Five O. <laughs> yeah, Ninja, Ninja Five O. Dude, that became like such a great thing. Like you talked to GT about it. You talked to me. I talked to Doctor Orochi about it, and it was just like, yeah, Ninja Five O is the way to go. And I'm like, how 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 is this a yeah, game dude. that I missed? Yeah, that was great. What the fuck is this? Yeah, we're pulling it up. Ninja Five O. Yeah. Oh, Ninja Five O is the Ninja shit. Ninja Five O. Ninja Five O is the shit. Ninja Five O is like a two hundred dollar Game Boy Advance game. Yeah. But Ninja Five O is the fucking shit. Oh, this game. It's good. Yeah, I remember. It's a this. pretty fucking good game. Dude. No, it's a decent, really. It's a really decent ninja game, honestly. In, yeah. in the veins of like what is, what is uh, Ninja Gaiden and all that stuff, it, it definitely works. I think I watched you stream this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know what this is. Yeah, it's good. Uh, my personal favorite streaming moment. I'm al- I'm also gonna take one from the uh, Dreamcast Dreamless Marathon. Do you remember when I fucking broke Brett? In fighting vipers, I I cut that man like the the character's yeah. back. Getting that dude on his yeah. back and that's one and, of the clips. Chat that's just one of the goes like, the oh my god, he can bend that way. Yeah. So the people that don't know, Chris launched uh, Brett's character up in the air, and it fell on a part. Like the character fell on a part of the stage where it just looked like they broke their back, and we were like, oh god. <laughs> it was it was pretty dope. That that was. That's my most memorable. Go check out Megavision's YouTube yeah. channel to go, go see that. Go check out the Dreamless Dreamcast Marathon recap. It's pretty nasty. Uh, what about what about you, Eddie? What was your your big streaming moment? Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like one hundred percent. Honestly, like I, I it, there's nothing. I, look, I did a twenty four hour stream this year too, and that was fun. But nothing, nothing compares to that final fantasy seven moment i'm telling mm-hmm. you nothing that that 11 hour run was just was just way way it, it will it will forever be there as a memory that whole look go, we get it sephiroth's theme makes everybody's dick kind of <laughs> hard all right we get it <laughs> no, no, no it's not it's not even that it's just like it's falling in love with a game and a series that like i hadn't Look, man, before, before, like I said, I played the original Final Fantasy VII, and I got up to Wall Market, and that was it. I loved Tifa back then. I thought she was a phenomenal character, and she's the one thing that stood out about the whole thing. So the fact that Final Fantasy VII Remake, the entire stream that I did of Final Fantasy Remake, she is a freaking emote now in my channel. People know mm-hmm. that Tifa is yeah. my waifu now. Like, that's it. Waifu for life type of shit. And then just the 11-hour stream... With all those massive raids was icing on the cake. And yeah, to me, that was my my personal biggest like gaming moment of this year that I was able to even hold such numbers and such like community growth in that 11 hour stream. Yeah, right on. It was great. Yeah. Tell ya. You were running on adrenaline. 100 percent. Like there was like I would think I want to say that there was times where I was just like, man, I really need to get something to eat. And all the restaurants were closed. And I was like, well, I guess I'm not eating. I got to get some water, though. And then it's just like two hours later. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the water. I'll hydrate later, guys. Don't worry about that shit. It just, yeah, that was that was madness, dude. That was insane. I've done some lengthy streams, but that one in particular was just, I had to beat, fuck Rufus, dude. Fuck Rufus. I had to beat him. <laughs> Rufus, I love that fight. That mm. fight is super fucking good. It was a great fight, but fuck him. 
last question and this one seems like it's directed towards me how was paper mario the origami king not at least an honorable mention in your top 10 zombie hunter did you play that game what what other games did you play in 2010 or not in 2010 in in 2020 <laughs> what other games uh did you play that uh i, I, I just want to double check I? Oh, you need to talk to him in the that, DMs. That's what that is. That's what that is. He's not here. No, he's here. I see him. Uh, we, I mean, we got one. We got one that I don't know if you purposely skipped. Did you purposely, purposely skip this question? I think you purposely did skip that question. Yes, I did purposely <laughs> skip that question. I'm not doing fucking like <laughs> questions when it comes down to who your favorite guest is. Uh, I I loved having GT on because I love the reactions that he gave me out of like, do you need a plus one? If you don't know what I'm talking about, go back <laughs> to episode, I think it's like 63, Ooh. do you need a plus one from October? And just listen yeah. to my my little story on that one. Do you need yeah, a plus one? Yeah, but GT one? overall is just a good dude, man. He's, He's honestly cool. the reason why we yeah. all know each other. Yeah, GT that, is that it. Really, it really is. Yeah, that is it. I would like to say that I found him first. <laughs> <laughs> I found him. I remember I was streaming. Remember when I was streaming Sonic Two or Sonic Three on the Mega Vision mm, channel? Sonic. I found game tracks through there, and then like a couple months later, I was like, "Hey, Chris, check this dude out. I th- he plays a lot of Sonic." And you were like, "Yo, this dude's awesome." And then that's just what <laughs> yeah, from there. that was it. Yeah, he and I, he and I are pretty decent friends. I, I yeah. enjoy hanging out with him. Oh, we're GBA bros, aren't we? We All are GBA are. bros. Yeah. Yeah. We That's are what GBA it is. Bro. I forgot. Yeah. Me and my my fucking Fisher Price Jimboree fucking GBA. Thank you, Red Jaguar, for talking shit. What? What? <laughs> Mine's all the way over there. I don't feel like going to get it. So Get it. I don't, don't want to. I don't want to. I don't know where I put mine. <laughs> yeah, the purple on purple is pretty yeah. good. So Anyway, those are all the questions. Gentlemen. What are you guys doing this week? <laughs> Eddie. <laughs> that snort laugh with the GBA intro. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> what you doing this week, Eddie? <laughs> you know exactly what I'm doing this weekend. <laughs> yeah, someone... Someone clip that, please. <laughs> That's good. Oh, it's content. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not even answering that damn question. <laughs> All right, Corey, what do you do this week? Uh, we got some streams going on. Must be, it feels really good to stream, Chris? I gotta tell you that right now. So- <laughs> Uh, we're going to be continuing our journey in Star Wars uh, Jedi <sighs> Order. Uh, we're going to be playing on the Indie Night. We're going to be playing, which should be Tuesday, should be the day this podcast comes out. We're going to be playing an indie game called Scourgebringer. It's very like a mature Celeste from what I've been seeing, and it has a kick-ass soundtrack. So I picked that up on the Steam sale. On Wednesday, I am uh, bringing, I'm doing it this week. We're starting Final Fantasy VII. Okay. We are 100% doing it. And on Thursday on uh, TNT, I don't know yet. So tune in over on Megavisions, uh, uh, twitch.tv slash Megavisions on Thursday and uh, check it out. You'll see what I'm playing. Hell yeah.
Um, <laughs> I am going to be streaming Sonic Rush for the Sonic the Hedgehog tier list on Monday. That look, I'm saying it right now. That is legitimately a good game. That should be a good time. It shouldn't be zero gravity. That's for fucking sure. So fucking Sonic Rush Monday nine fifteen. I don't think that we're gonna finish the game but we're definitely going to play that one through tuesday i hope to finish elemental gimmick gear i'm at the i'm very close to the end and then after that i'm thinking about possibly doing my legend of dragoon run so if anybody wants to sit in on that one that would be pretty dope wank wank, wank. wank. <laughs> friday more than likely it's going to be guilty gear i've got a uh, a tournament in february that I will be going yes. to. There's, we've gotten quite a bit of competition in there, so I, I at least want to make it to finals. So I need to fucking practice. Oh, this is one you're going to be in, not the one. This that is the one that I'm going to be one. in. Yes, I still oh, have okay. stuff going in the background for the beginners tournament for Guilty Gear. So those of you who play Guilty Gear Re XR Revelator Two, stay tuned. Especially if you're like picking up on Steam, low level. it's on yeah. sale. Especially if you're a low-level player, we we train those. We will help you get better at Guilty Gear. Let them be your Pokemon. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Saturday, we are still playing Fantasy Star 4. I'm thinking that I probably have a good two or three sessions left of that game. Uh, and we're going to be playing that on the Megavisions channel. So 1.30 p.m. on Saturday, go check out Fantasy Star 4. And after that, we're probably... TV slash Megavisions. Thank you, sir. Gents, that's about it. The Mario Party stream will be happening soon. I'm still working this on it. This is things. the first I'm hearing about but... it. Okay, well, surprise. <laughs> uh, I, mean, just the... uh, I had talked. Yeah, I was. I, apparently, I talked I know, to yeah, about we, we it. We briefly talked about it, yeah, but I didn't know there was a Mario Party going yeah, on. Yeah, but... yeah. I am working on. I'm trying to get a four player Mario. I'm going to make Scotty fucking play because we had to play Sonic Shuffle. But uh, with the powers of Parsec and emulators, I should be able to get a uh, quad stream going and uh it, it's in the future we don't have any stuff cemented yet but it is in the future i got two so. things so one first of all do we have okay. shout outs working here or no i don't think we have shout outs working on this channel not yet we, i can work yeah i can uh, i gotta work on it okay cool because i was gonna say that's what uh, i'm doing this week i'm gonna be hanging out with these guys these guys <laughs> uh, there you yeah go. these guys get Chris These and I are probably going to throw hands down on Guilty Gear on Friday. I'm going to be there for sure because why the hell not? You know what okay. I mean? And then, uh, yeah, I, I'm i down for the Mario Party stream for sure. So as, as you guys are, whoever is here is well, know, is, is well aware of my internet issues. So basically my time is going to be spent hanging. Hey, it's looking pretty good right now. You're looking good. It doesn't right mean now. I can hold it upstream on my own. Discord is fine, but I can't hold it upstream <laughs> on my own. I'm not gonna get my hopes my hopes up. Look, he's a grower, I'm not a grower, show. That's right. right. <laughs> Don't you forget it. Find me on X videos next right. to Chris. <laughs> With Chris's credit card information. Yeah, I'm the guy from Egypt. So I got a freaking Anubis here. 